welcome back to the chat and show podcast. I'm your boy Joe. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm your boy Faraz TV in the building. <laughs> yeah, definitely just start that. And... <laughs> wow! Oh no, man. You know, people want to be me in it. You know what I mean? I'm just shining. You feel me? So. <laughs> Janetta, so how are you? Thank you so much for having me. She's not just a musician; she can also boogie down on the dance floor. As she's a teacher, hey. she can yeah. also act. So let's call her the next. Well, it's so lovely to be here. Thank you for having me. But yeah, anyways, how are you? How you been um, surviving during this quarantine? And you know, what's been going on with you? Uh, I've been good. Um, to be honest, like it's been really nice to spend time with my family there yeah. obviously also been like uh sad moments but um yeah. but it's really nice to like uh, dedicate time to like your craft and just being able to just focus without any distractions i like yeah, that yeah 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 because you've been doing a lot of um instagram lives with your record label hs records obviously yeah. i tuned in to like two of them oh, thank um you. <laughs> so like, how, how did that even come about like, how did you get connected with HG, um, HGS records and you know how did you get involved with them well actually um, the CEO Cameron Bran um, yeah. I met him on a different project when I was uh, acting I was like okay. um, the lead actress for a web series that he was a co-director in yeah and um, and he'd always wanted to start a record label and then we just became really close friends as well. Yeah. And like, um, and then we just wanted to work together and, and then this was born. And yeah, I'm here to no, that's, that's dope, that's dope, man. And obviously I know you've been working on music and you performed some of them on HTS Records. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was that song that I really liked called now? There was one that you made, didn't, you made it for your girlfriend, right? Oh, first date, yeah, yeah. That's the one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk to me about that song, man, because I can't even lie, Joe, sit me. You might, you guys must have missed out on the live, man. It's a beautiful song, oh, beautiful you. story. Vocals were on point. Um, like, how did that song even come about? Well, um, I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> first and foremost, yeah. <laughs> um, and throughout, like a a whole like relationship, like um and onwards like every time I see her like I just get so happy and yeah. like I tell her like oh seeing you like cuddling you is like the favorite part of my day I just feel so happy and um 
and then like the chorus is kind of a joke like when i first started like singing it but then i was like hey this is actually good as, as so then i was like okay and then i wrote a verse and i wanted um mm -hmm. the verse to yeah. just describe basically like how we first met and then yeah. the contrast to how close we are now like obviously there was an instant connection when we met anyway but like just that mm. whole build up and and where we are now like that's what i wanted to show yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. No, a beautiful song, man. And um, are you planning on putting it out anytime soon? Yeah, actually. Um, so my first ever EP is going to be out soon. But um, first, I'm going to release my first ever single. <laughs> and okay, it's going to yeah. be called Better in the Morning. And I'm really, okay. really excited to share it with everyone. Mm. Um, like, yeah, it's unusual, um, like the structure of it. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I wasn't actually um, sure about it at first, but then um, Cameron Brand, um, the CEO of HTS Records, and also my close friend, he was like, oh my God, this is my favorite song of all time. You have to put it out. And I was like, I'm so mm. flattered. Okay. <laughs> and nice. um, smash, yeah, so that's going to be the first one out. And first date will be in the EP when it also comes out. Okay, that's dope, man. That's dope. And that's your first project as well that you ever worked on, isn't it? Yeah, well, um, mm. I was involved with like a like a feature on something else, but like yeah. that was like dance music, and I'm oh. I'm to alternate pop. Indie yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. yeah, yeah. So how so what made you get into music? Obviously, I know you do a lot of things, but why 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 is music one of your things you want to get into? Well, um, since I was little, I've always loved like singing and dancing and acting and. And my parents were very, um, they're both like lawyers and accountants and they're, oh, so wow. they're very like um, studious, like they came from Bulgaria where like the performing arts like wouldn't give you money, but they yeah. both always loved it. And so when they came to England, they wanted us to have the opportunity that they couldn't. So they would like let us go to, yeah. to acting lessons, singing lessons. Um, it was more like group ones, like with other children and then I became really, really passionate about it and I just wanted to pursue it further. Okay. No, that's dope, man. That's dope, man. And what, was you born in Bulgaria or London? I was born in London, but uh, okay. my, both, my, both my parents are Bulgarian, so... Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And obviously, you're an actress as well and you dance as well. Yeah. Um, how did you get into both of those? Well, acting, it was like when I was five, I went to acting lessons and I've always mm. been very, like like extravagant with my, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, on, in the shows we did. Um, but dancing actually, it was because um, I really wanted to get into a good school and okay. you had to have like a grade for, for ballet. And oh, wow. yeah. I, I had no grade for ballet at all. I'd never done <laughs> ballet really. Um, yeah. And so like, I just had to do in one year, try and get mm. a few more grades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was ambitious, but uh, I did it and I, I got a distinction and then I got into the school. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> was it like a music school or like an acting yeah. performing arts school? Yeah, it was uh, Tring Park School of the Performing Arts. Oh, okay. So they have like dance there and music. Yeah. So it's a bit like the Brits, isn't it? Yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that's it. But I have, I have a friend that went to the Brits. I'm not sure how well he did after that. Because we, 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 went, we went to the same secondary school. Aww. And then he left in year nine, I believe. Year nine, year ten, got into the Brits, and then yeah, he went to pursue his um, acting dream. 
but I don't mm. know. I, can't, I, don't, I haven't spoken to him in years. It's probably on my Facebook somewhere, but shout out to you, Matt. Yeah, I remember your name. <laughs> and um, obviously, you, you dabble in dancing, so I'm going to ask you a question. If you, if you could collaborate with three musicians, dead or alive, who would it be? If you could collaborate with a dancer, dead or alive, who would it be? Oh. And if you could be in a movie with any actor, dead or alive, who would it be? Okay. okay. Triple whammy, okay. Yeah, come on, man. You gotta ask. She's a triple threat. Okay, for a musician, um, well, I would say that like Lady Gaga, definitely. Oh, like, I, okay. I love how uh, extravagant she is, and yeah, and yeah, how yeah. she's so honest and bold and brave and and yeah. open-minded. Like um, uh, having a girlfriend, like uh, um, that makes me not straight. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's just painful to me and she did that like what not 10 years ago but like in 2000 era so like um yeah it wasn't as open as it is now so she's so brave and i i, I love that and i also love her music style like i find her songs inspirational okay and now um panic at the disco i think yeah um i said i don't even hear that panic at the disco. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like because he's so um, he's really cool and he's just so out there and brave and he just yeah. does everything. And I love that he just like changes like styles. Mm. Uh, and he has really cool music videos. I I'd love to sing with him. Like I'd I'd be in awe, but yeah, <laughs> that would be really cool. <laughs> Everyone loves him as well, man. I always hear him. Oh, I'm gonna miss him. <laughs> So hot, man. <laughs> 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 you know, you know, pop bands, bro. Mm -hmm. Can't go wrong with three good-looking guys for the girls, can you? It's like what BTS all over again. Sorry, what did you say? I didn't hear. You. I said pop bands always have the ladies screaming. Ah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just but, um, I I'm attracted to the talent more than like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Figured. <laughs> yeah, we all gathered that part. <laughs> yeah, but um, so my third artist. Hmm, there's so many. Um, I think Marina and the Diamonds. I just love her her music and and again, like I love her style. Like yeah. she presents herself in her music mm. videos, uh, especially her old music, like um. You know, how to be a heartbreaker, prima donna girl. Yeah, classics. Yeah, yeah, I love classics. That. This is doubling into my Bristol life, man. Donna. Yeah, I, I, fi I figured that too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably too black to remember this. Shit. I was like, I was like, it sounds familiar, but I'm like, I don't, I don't really know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, pop culture is different, man. <laughs> but no, that. That's actually interesting eyes, you know. I think that's that's quite sick still. And then um who would you like to be in a movie with? Okay. Um Daniel Radcliffe. Of course. 
I mean, I know that's not oh, a yeah. really uh, obvious thing, but the reason is because uh, I was really like amazed by his acting in um, Tell Your Darlings, or it was a Don't Tell Your Darlings. I can't remember exactly the title. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I'm actually surprised how good it is, because I've seen him since Harry Potter. I know he's trying to like get rid of that kind of like Harry Potter stigma. Yeah. And I think the last three films of that, oh, let me see if I can get the, because he did a film as well, yeah, that I couldn't believe that was him acting in that. Oh, I know, that's what I love about him. It's how he completely inhabits his character. And you forget yeah. that he's this famous actor. You don't, don't see that, you just see the character. Like yeah, in, yeah, yeah. In the Darlings film, like he, he has glasses on and he has curly hair, like Harry Potter. But I didn't think about Harry Potter at all. Yeah, yeah, it's Kill Your Darlings. That's the film. Oh, Kill Your that. Darlings. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, he was sick in that. Oh, what's the other film? He did um the um Escape from Pretoria that came out this year. Oh, I still haven't watched that. I watched Great. That. Listen, he's active because obviously it's it's, uh, it's based on a true story in South Africa. The guy that um right, uh, what's it called? Basically ran away from prison. Oh. or broke out of prison should I say and I was watching that and I was like man I can't believe this is Daniel Radcliffe I thought I almost feel sorry for him that he's so stuck in this Harry Potter world because people still look at him as Harry Potter to this day people people are probably going to end up saying your best work is just Harry Potter which is quite sad um, yeah because if you think about it look the the series has been so long yeah you have the first one when he was a kid yeah. All the way to when he's, you know, fully grown. It's like he's. Yeah. You could literally say he's grown into that. <laughs> into oh, there that, was uh, a quote from him that uh, he said responding to. It. Sorry. What? Uh, what did you say? Sorry. What part? Do you uh, mean Joe? Oh, there was a quote to. Wait, sorry, did you want to hear what Joe had said? I don't know. Say I was, just, no, I was just saying that um, the reason why he would always be recognised for that is because that's that's what he's known for. It was such a massive production. It's been mm. all around the world, right? Mm. In probably, I think it's been dubbed in a few different languages. It's yeah, not yeah, of course, yeah. A yeah. movie that he did. It's an international movie, you yeah. know. So it's that's why he's so recognised for that character specifically. Emma Watson was able to kill that stigma, though. Emma Beauty and the Beast, was, right? But Emma Watson ran away from it. Sorry, Emma Watson was able to, you know, move past it a bit. But she wasn't Harry Potter. She yeah. wasn't the main. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. Harry yeah. Potter is too big of a character. There's no Hermione spin-offs in that. I don't yeah, think it's but... really a bad thing, though. Um, there's a quote that he said once that where how he responds to people asking him like oh how do you feel that you'll never get away from that that Harry Potter like you know that Harry Potter is the most successful thing you've done and you'll be like well um, it's I can't, I'm gonna paraphrase it but like he said something like um, it will be the most successful thing anyone's done so yeah yes yeah, <laughs> yeah it's true he wins in the end it's true, because I see I see Tom Felton who played uh, Malfoy. Yeah, I love He's him. struggling, man. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not, it's not, why are you laughing? Do you think? Oh, no, man. Yeah, because he he's done three major roles in movies and they've all unfortunately flopped. 
Oh. He's ended up dibbling into... You know what's funny? People actually forget. He was actually in Planet of the Apes, you know? Like, I don't think people even noticed that. He was in he Planet was in of the Apes. He was in Planet of the Apes. I, I remember... Yeah, I remember someone saying that, but when I watched it, I don't remember seeing him. Yeah, he's the guy that... Um, when they take the monkey or the ape away from the doctor and they lock him up, he's the guy that's basically looking after him and basically treating him like shit because he kept electrocuting the apes and whatnot. Oh, I, and an event. I do remember seeing him. Yeah, he's in there. He's actually in there. He plays a major role in the movie. No one just realises his mouth. But that's because he looks completely different and he's a lot older, isn't it? Well, that's a good um, thing, I guess. I know, I know Rupert, um, Rupert, who played, uh, is it Ron Weasley? He's, he's kind of just stayed behind the scenes. He's got his own production. He does. It's an ice cream truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> he does a lot of, man now. He does a lot of property as well. Okay. Well, I um, think he made his money as a kid and he thought, you know what, I don't want to go back into movies, but let's start making businesses. That's smart. Yeah, that is smart because essentially he's not waiting for a script. I, but I think I think with people like Ron Weasley, I'll even put um Tom Thornton in that in that category. When you're not household names, it's kind of difficult. Because for those type of people, they're not going to be making the high-end money that they once was. Mm. So if you're trying to protect the lifestyle, most people try to protect the lifestyle. Going into a more business to collect another two, three million pound check. Because at the end of the day, if you're living a certain lifestyle, you spend a certain amount, you don't want to have to sell your house because, you know, you know, they're yeah. being offered that type of amount. So I think what he did was smart. Yeah. Um, very smart. Exactly. And then who would you want to dance with? Oh, um, um, okay. That's a hard one, you because even I can't figure that many dancers. Yeah, to be honest, like, uh, I don't know that many uh, famous dancers. Um, or would you be a judge of on a dancing show, like so you think you can dance or you into those type of things? I would love to be on the show. I don't know if I could uh, yeah. judge it that well yet. Like I, I am a dance teacher, yeah. so I want to like, um, like get more experience before I can judge like that, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you would do the competition if there was one? Yeah, yeah, I would. <laughs> Okay, Maybe we might catch you up so you think you can dance. Go holler her, man. DM her right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Heard it here first. Heard it here first. <laughs> I'm some boy. Heard it here first. Hey, listen, you got, if you ever do it, you know, I'm voting. That's just cool. I got you. Oh, oh we'll see. Hopefully. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys I I guess, on the Harry Potter yeah. topic a lot, but what yeah. house are you in? Like Hogwarts house. Do you know? I don't watch Harry Potter, so. No. <laughs> I'm the worst person to ask. No. <laughs> I watched the first one at my child minder's house. That was about it. <laughs> well, we can. You don't like Harry Potter, and you can choose. So I like to think I'm in Gryffindor, but I did a test, and it yeah. was like fifty percent yeah. Gryffindor, and then what was it? And Slytherin. That's a good thing though, like, because it means you're ambitious. Yeah. yeah, but it was weird because I just wanted yeah, to. Yeah, I know. You know when Harry puts the hat on and he's just like, 
No, not Slytherin. Not I didn't take. I was doing a test, but Slytherin, not Slytherin. Well, to be honest, did you do the official Harry Potter yeah. uh, Hogwarts house sorting hat quiz thing? Yeah. On the Online, yeah. Oh, the official one, like that J.K. Rowling made. I think I can't remember. My sister was doing it, but she always does that stuff. So she always goes onto the website. She loves Harry Potter. That's mm. why she refuses to watch it with me. <laughs> <laughs> Why does she refuse? <laughs> what do you do that's so bad? <laughs> My family in general refuse to watch movies with me because I will ask a number one questions. Uh, oh, I'll... you're that person. Uh, oh, why does he do that? Uh, oh, oh. No, sometimes my comments aren't even like, oh, why does he do that? Or this, that, the other. My my comments are like, well, you maybe if you didn't do that, you wouldn't have gotten caught. Maybe if you did it like oh, this, you're then that. you would have been all right. Yeah. You're bringing in like, real life situations to a movie. Yeah, then also like general knowledge. Like, Why isn't oh, everyone like that though? Yeah, they are. They just don't like to admit it. Well, you really gotta sit there watch a movie and be like oh why did it take so long to react it's a movie the whole point is to build suspense yeah okay <laughs> I take... I yeah i mean i don't i don't do it i don't do it in the cinema but when say if i'm watching something at home i, I do be talking to the to the screen a lot so <laughs> it depends. like if someone's dying on the screen usually you wouldn't talk or to the other person next to you like i've had like people being like oh yeah. wait what what or like just like being like um oh uh, or just talking about something else, like about the plot, like uh, while someone's dying, and I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I literally like right. I wouldn't do that if we're in the cinema. The yeah. when I've gone into the cinema, the only thing I've been told by my family is, don't ask questions and don't laugh when you don't need to laugh. <laughs> right? Because I'm someone that laughs at everything. What's the what's the worst what's the worst situation you've been in laughing then? <laughs> That's what I've been treated now. <laughs> you know what? I don't even know. I think there's too many, and the whole cinema. Like I can't remember what movie it was. I think it was one of the Marvel movies. Really? Right, and we were sitting in the cinema, and then um, what's his name? Iron Man basically made a comment, and then yeah. I feel like an idiot. I started laughing, and everyone else is just there, like. Just staring, and then <laughs> really, what? He's funny, though, isn't it? Yeah, he's I love Iron Man. Even Spider Man, you know the new the new kid that plays Spider Man. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find it so funny. Do you like the new Spider Man? You know what? I think I do somewhat prefer it to the old one. I think this one, yeah. He's no, just... whoa, 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 Classic now. Toby Maguire's lit. Classic. <laughs> Don't destroy the classics now. First of all, right? I don't think anything will ever beat Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. Yeah, well, no. maybe 3, but 1 and 2. Yeah, I think, first of all, I think it's two different stages as well, right? Where they became Spider-Man, first of all. Yeah. I feel the, like he's more of an adult. And, this is and the reason why I think with this one right the new one because he's he's a kid say that again nah, i said he's a uni student. he wasn't really an adult i mean yeah uni's an adult i guess yeah but to uni to me you're you're an adult do you know what i mean you're this kid he's in high school he's still dealing yeah, with yeah, he's very awkward but that's what i find so funny and so like unique yeah. in that yeah you know 
sort of trying to deal with his own mm-hmm. teenage life, right? And then at the same time, he's trying to deal with yeah. saving. You know, yeah. and I really liked um, the first one where well, yeah relationship with Tony Stark. Do you know what I mean? Our, our person. And yeah, 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 yeah. Like a father. Yeah. Tony Stark was with him. I personally loved it because I saw this mm. this what I call like you know if I if I was your dad situation you know and kids yeah. like he's not understanding it like why yeah, yeah, yeah. he wants to learn it he wants to be like him but he's so I I definitely like I I find that more sort of funny light hearted light-hearted and appealing whereas the other one i'm not gonna lie i was very young when spider-man one two three whatever right so i didn't understand it much yeah but they were still good movies it was still good you know what i mean hmm. yeah i haven't actually yeah. watched it yet. i'm doing a marvel marathon do, do you so. watch the spider-man's okay yeah i mean i don't know i grew up to the classics man I remember back, I think the first one was like, what, 2001? Yeah, 2001, yeah. I remember going to cinema with that. That's, that's a classic. Yeah, oh, my, oh, that was, I think that's why that was a blockbuster too, for me. That was a what? A blockbuster. That was big, man. I remember keeping up for the tickets. Man. Yeah, them times. Hey, Spider-Man. T- classics, man. New guy, I can't remember his name. It wasn't that good, to be fair. Now, something. Is anyone else seeing Sharif break up? Yeah, go on. Is anyone else noticing that was it just me? Sharif Sorry, you broke up, so I didn't hear what you said. Oh. Who, me? So I'm the one that's breaking up, not Sharif. No, no Sharif's no. breaking yeah, up breaking on mine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Forgotten, guys. A second, well, ago you said, up? a second ago, it said you're low bandwidth as well, so... Well, am I cool? Yeah, I can hear you now. Everything's fine now. Yeah, but like before, it was it's on and off. It's on and off, but I could figure out what you were saying anyway. Well, I was saying I'm the hottest in the streets right now. But um, <laughs> uh, I heard that. I was alive. But no, today you were saying you're on a mar- uh, a Marvel marathon. So, what have you been watching so far? Well, uh, I've watched um, Captain America, which I love. Uh, I've watched. Yeah. Uh, Iron Man, The Hulk, uh, um, Thor, uh, Avengers, the first one, uh, Captain America 2, I watched that last night, I also, uh, Iron Man 2, uh, Thor 2, um, I think that's it so far, but yeah, I'm excited for the next one tonight, we've been doing it almost every night, yeah. Or do you, also you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, have you? No, I have not. All right, so basically what happens is... Do you know why I said that? Because when Sindra was talking about... Uh, Sindra was talking about the relationship between Spider-Man and... and yeah, I, and I, I heard I that, but I'm trying to... Spilled, I almost spilled the beans. <laughs> I was about to be like, yo, when this happens... I'm so happy I I'm just not focusing on it, you know? I didn't want to stop the conversation because it was... Yeah, but no. What, what, what's made you get into the Marvel movies now and why so late? Why is it taking you so long to get into it? <laughs> um, well, I, I've always wanted to watch them because I actually watched Captain America a long, long time ago. 
uh, with one of my best friends. Yeah. Um, and most of my friends are really big Marvel fans. And to be honest, I didn't used to know the difference between DC and Marvel. Now I, I do know. Now I do know. Um, I mean, I think I've always known, but I didn't know like which film belonged to which. But now I see the difference. And what um, I haven't yeah, watched yeah, any yeah. DC films. I have watched Deadpool and others, but, and I loved that. Um, but like, uh, uh, yeah, they're really both good in their own ways. I really like how Marvel has like very okay. unique kind of heroes. Yeah, like very relatable. DC, but they have so many like different heroes. Mm, as well. DC is good. Like DC and Who? Marvel that aren't even in the movie. Like, um, what's his name? The one that can run really fast, like Flash. Oh, Flash. Flash. Yeah. And then they've got. Is it Luke Cage? No. No, Luke Cage is Marvel. Go to marathon too. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm saying, isn't it? Like, Luke Cage is Marvel, babe. And Marvel have so many different other superheroes, like mini superheroes compared to like the big ones that you know. But I, I, I started watching Supergirl and I started watching Flash, and they were really good, aren't they? Both DC or they both was one. Yeah, DC. Yeah, yeah, that's DC. What's what? What uh, season did you get up to on uh, the Flash? Uh, season two. I'm on season like five. I haven't touched it for like a year now. I haven't I have touched it in time. I don't even. I don't even remember if I was on season two or three. I don't even remember, man. To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Supergirl. I'm on season three. I think I'm. Guys like anime as well. Contrary to popular belief, no. The only ones I've watched is Dragon Ball Z and Beyblade. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even watch Pokemon. <laughs> 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 wow, you didn't watch Pokemon? No, I, I didn't wow. watch Pokemon. I didn't play Pokemon. I didn't. I didn't watch Yu-Gi-Oh. I didn't play Yu-Gi-Oh. You didn't play Pokemon? Fun. What? What shitty childhood did you have? Uh, better one than you. <laughs> 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 you didn't go into school searching for the latest Pikachu card. That was legendary state. I'm even wearing yellow. Come on, man. Come on. Ah, here we go. Oh, Pikachu's adorable. I've seen quite a few animes, but I always watch it with my sister. Oh, oh wow! Weird. You watch? I didn't even know you even knew what anime was. Really? You watch oh. anime? The funny thing is, I've gone to Comic Con so many times as well. Like... <laughs> well, but I'm usually there for the video game Con? section, though. Oh, it's lit, man! But. Because I used to go twice a year, it was almost like the same thing. So I was like, I'll give it a break for a while. So yeah. I haven't been in like two years. So Sidra, you were saying that like... Okay, you were we planning to go back. So say that again? You said that you watch anime with your sister, that's so sweet. Yeah, I do. She literally, she went... I think nowadays teenagers go through this stage, you know. Well, when they're younger they just become so obsessed with anime and they watch all sorts of anime and some of them i'm just like i don't think that's appropriate really like so yeah so she, she, just some of the stuff that she was watching and they i think with kids these days anime is like a massive thing i think i feel like it's bigger than what it was you know when we were yo younger we just looked at it as like cartoons uh, for 
I didn't know I was watching anime. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was just watching a cartoon. But I think now it's it's more becoming established that this is anime. Yeah. What a cartoon is. I'm not gonna lie. I don't even like the cartoons nowadays. Like the way they've sort of made them, two, three D, and it's just not. Mm. It's just not right. But um, yeah, I've seen like Death Note. I've seen. Yeah, I'll see. Oh, I can't. There's oh, one with. Really uh, I don't know what it's called. They <laughs> <laughs> really are, yeah. Volleyball's like player. Oh, I know what, what you, which one you mean. I haven't watched it, but I know yeah, the boys that all play volleyball and yeah, yeah. I was obsessed with volleyball. I watched one. I watched um, that anime movie. Movie the one where um, the dad's a wolf or something, and then the kids have to sort of either choose and the mother's living by herself and she's trying to take care of the two kids and um, she's trying to control them and she thinks that the daughter will be the one to sort of you know go down that path um but it turns out to be the son um who goes sort of goes down that path but she's trying to give them a life. you ever watch ghost in the shower ghost in the shower yeah the no. uh the movie Unfortunately, no. Is it oh <laughs> I don't know. It was the one that it was the one that got remade by um what's what's her name? Was it Scarlett Johansson? Oh, great actress. It is yeah. Scarlett Johansson, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ghost in the Shell. Yeah, Ghost in the Shell. I thought you said Ghost in the Shower and I was In the like, Shower, you know. <laughs> oh wait, it's not shower. Wait, what is no, it? Oh shell. Ghost in the <laughs> shell. No. <laughs> You did say shower, man. You definitely said shower. I didn't say shower, man. Shower. I blame it on the connection, man. The connection's bugs. You definitely up, said shower. <laughs> you definitely said nah. shower, man. I heard shower. Uh, that's going to be the title of this episode. Go to the shower. Well, I heard shower. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely have shower in there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, have you watched it then? <laughs> yeah. The new one or the original? Because I've only watched the original. Has Sheree frozen? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> and, uh, what What was the original? Yeah, he froze for a hot sec. What He's was the original? Funny. The original was uh, was an anime. Yeah, I know. An anime movie. Came out in 1995. Well, you know, America really does do that. Oh, it's Japanese, actually. No, as in they do copy loads oh. of like different things. Like, I think there's a few animes that they remade. Okay. Well, I heard the remake was sucks anyway, so that's why I didn't bother. Most remakes are. Most in the show, yeah. But, but I would really like Detective Pikachu. That's good. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I watched that. I can't remember where I watched it though. I think, I think it's it was my brother that was watching it. Three times in the cinema. Really? Uh, my siblings wanted to go. I went with a friend first, and then my family wanted to go, so then I went with them, and then, and then I wanted to go again, and so I went with them. Yeah. They watched Detective Pikachu at in our house as well many times, and I just thought, okay, I could just. Like they watch it so many times. <laughs> well, Do you know what I could watch multiple times? What? Frozen. Roadman. Frozen. <laughs> oh, Frozen. <laughs> 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 
Oh, oh my god, yeah, I love yeah. Frozen. Well. Frozen. Frozen, I can watch multiple times. I have. Do you know what I started doing? Um, I said a road, man, you know. I said, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I started, like, every time I wanted to watch Frozen, right, because I felt like, you know, I'm too old to watch it, I used to force, like, my little cousins or my sister to come watch it. So I'm like, oh, should I put Frozen on? Okay, yeah. Ah, yeah. uh, Cedra. What fed up? She used to love Frozen. What? I've actually got a massive Olaf teddy bear. Oh, yeah, <laughs> cool. Uh, my number one movie is Inception. I've watched that. Look. Oh, it's that's so huge as well. I, think, I thought you were gonna. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a smaller one. That's huge, man. Have you watched oh, the second I, I one? Said, yeah. Olaf is oh, wow. the most, like, funniest character in the whole. He is literally the most cutest. And I honestly, I think I only like Frozen because of Olaf. I love his, the actor. Like, have you seen the interviews on Fro about Frozen 2? Like, like, they play games and stuff. I just find it so funny. Yeah, I, haven't, I haven't seen the interviews, but I just love him. Like, the most innocent thing ever when, like, after the, in the first one, at the end, he was like, oh, yeah, like, I want to live under the sun. I want to have picnics. I wanna... And then he's like, are you going to tell him? Oh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's funny. Like, yeah. he's made out of snow, but he's, oh, I just love him. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> <laughs> that is Joe. Have you watched the second one though? Wait, Joe, what's the... I haven't seen the second one. What, Frozen? Well, it's really, really good. Like, I loved it so much. I forgot there was a number two. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really good, good story. Yeah. I've heard, right. heard that it's good. My sister went to watch it. I wanted to go watch it with her, but she snaked me. And they all just refuse to watch movies with me now. So I just have to watch them on my own. I don't blame them at all. <laughs> well, if you haven't watched it by the end of quarantine, we can watch it together. Aww. <laughs> It'll be fun. I love Frozen too. <laughs> but I don't know when quarantine is going to end at this rate. Yes, we'll see, I guess. I think the whole country is thinking. No, but aren't the, cin the cinemas are opening up again in like a month or two. There was a story about that. Oh, yeah, you did say that. Oh, no, but it's not going to be an early one. I'm not talking about. I guess it's not, not going to be. Oh yeah, with stricter, stricter rules. Cinema, I don't know what I'm talking about. Listen, everyone screwed because the gender. Yeah, not you have to sit so far. Up. I don't care about the cinema, man. Bring back the gym. That's all. Yeah, ain't it? October. <laughs> October. Yeah, October, September, something like that. Damn. So you know. Nah. They closed. They're the last things to open. Damn. But like September, October, that's sad. What did you say was opening in September, October? Uh, the gyms. Ah. Sharif, you need to sort out your connection. I'm not even going to go to the gym with that. Have you guys been doing exercise in quarantine? I have. I've been I've going been... on 20 kil. 20 kilometer walks that's what i've been doing that's good i've got like a little mini gym downstairs in my sort of dining area yeah it's oh, looking like i'll have to end up buying gym equipment at this rate man so you should have done that at the beginning <laughs> nah, nah, nah. but to be fair to be fair i think now if you buy it there will be equipment around 
yeah for the equipment that they, they were just buying like that they were some of the stuff was going out of stock sweat up yeah i'm sure you could order it so you know yeah but argos especially right they were out of stock with um when it came to half the workout equipment mad i'm talking about weight treadmill benches mm. no I, 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 what would i get probably like a bench rowing machine probably just a rowing machine actually yeah 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 and it's um it uses all the muscle groups as well so yeah, yeah. I, I used to do indoor rowing back in the day i, I remember what i used to use and we had to we did competitions right where the person who rose them like in your group the person that arose them like the people that rode the most yeah they basically win or whatever and i just remember being this fat little chubby kid yeah like <laughs> i could do it i can do it and you know what i actually did really good i'm not gonna lie i think because i was competitive that's where it came from were you talking about the nationals at school yeah okay I was to be just did you ever did you ever go to the national junior a uh, rowing no, championship. Didn't that much. Oh, I, I At the same time, I was doing discus as well, and boy, I was trying to beat my own record every time. That's how good I was. Jeez. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Discus is basically getting something heavy and seeing how far you can throw it. So when I say I can catch you if you try and run away from me, believe me, I can catch you. <laughs> I'll still put you down. <laughs> no. Uh, accuracy and distance is right. You might be able to catch oh. doing, You know when you're doing discus, it's not just about distance though. If you get it out of the line, you lose. Mm, so you have to be accurate as well. Yeah, exactly. Right. There's a method to it, you know. You've got to swing your whole body, upper body. You know, you've got to get working. It was good. Yeah. Alright, Cedro. Allegedly, I can hold a W. Allegedly, yeah, exactly. I need to see the receipt. <laughs> <laughs> I've got my certificate somewhere on my medals, but they, you know, when you're you kids, actually have certificates on the bloody yeah. <laughs> I, I used to compete all the time. That's so cool. Yeah, I, I love that. I still love it when I was younger. I hated doing rounders, though. Oh, yeah. It can be fun sometimes, but I still don't know what the difference is between rounders and baseball. There is no difference other than Americans call it baseball and we call it rounders. Actually, I think there is a slight <laughs> difference with the way they play it. Mm -hmm. But there that's not, yeah. but it's basically the same thing. Uh, and Sharif, if you know the difference, please, yeah, tell us the difference instead of making that face. That's best slick in it, I like, man. What did they put? The, uh, hey, listen, Zoom did me dirty, man. Why did I become the main screen? Oh, you're not the main screen. I hate when Zoom does that, man. You know what? I I, I don't have like a main screen. I've got everyone on the screen, so I can see everyone. Yeah, if you click gallery view, you can see everyone at the same time. Yeah. That's why. So I can see you. 
<laughs> oh, I don't even do it like that, you know. I just, I just, uh, I mean, I can see all of you guys at the top, but like, I just have it on myself, innit? That's what I'm saying. I see you in it. I see your faces, mate. Just now. Yeah, I'm looking at Sidney. Well, what's next, guys? What's the next topic? See a little yes. Yes, next girl, what's topic, the topic, bro? The Twitter employees. Yeah, that's what, okay, yeah. So no, uh, but we, we have re- Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me do it properly. Let me do it properly. Do you mind? <laughs> <laughs> First article of the day uh, reads Twitter just told employees they can work from home permanently. What is. Because I know we we discussed this uh, last episode about how the workforce is going to be changing. Well, could potentially change. Um, Yeah, what what are your thoughts? I think, yeah. Because, right, Twitter is an online, a whole online platform, right? Essentially, they're managing whatever they're managing. And if they can work from home now, right, the company is technically saving a lot on a lot of money when it comes to renting a building to put their, you know, people in. So it makes sense, to be fair. It makes a lot of sense. I like their headquarters. Have you been to the headquarters? Yeah, I've been there twice. What do I need to do oh. to get on? Uh, just be on YouTube, really. <laughs> it's not... <laughs> that has a story to it. Can you like tell us a bit more about the how it happened? Um, so I was well back in my heyday of YouTube, uh, before before JMK Studios was born. Um. I was part of this agency that that got bought by this. It was an influencer agency that got bought by Twitter, and they had an event, mm-hmm. uh, and they brought over like Vine, like the top dudes from Vine, uh, over from the states. So it was oh. pretty cool. Mm. Had a whole day of like panels and networking and stuff, and uh, yeah. Ooh, sounds fun. I've got myself a gift bag with my Twitter handle on it, but I need to look for that somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's gone. I need to look for that. (laughs) Since TikTok, I have not heard anything about Vine. Vine? Vine Yeah, Vine Vine died in 2016. (laughs) But the creators of Vine did did create a new app called Byte. B-Y-T-E. Wow. People don't know about that, but um, I'm on there. Why that, didn't, that didn't last long, though. <laughs> no, it's still up. It's still up. They yeah. released it. They only released it like a couple of months ago. Oh, oh it's, it's, new. it's new. Yeah, yeah. So, nah. for those who don't want to support TikTok, you know, jump over to Byte, innit? Yeah, <laughs> yeah because I don't want to be supporting TikTok anymore. <laughs> you guys not have TikTok account? <laughs> I have both. I have both. <laughs> I've got some. Joe has like a hundred videos on there, bro. Yeah, but that's because you put you upload. Like I can get TikTok famous, but I don't know. I think after the whole racism thing, 
Wait, I used to be on there heavy when it was musically. I used to do live streams oh, yeah, on there, have like three hundred people at, at, at once on there. Yeah, I remember musically. I used to love that, but just I think just with the way everyone's behaving on TikTok now, I just feel like it's given them a sort of be open to sort of be racist, not even to other races, but to their own race as well. And it's just like if you don't respect your own race, you can't complain when someone mm. else is calling you a or something like oh, that do you know what i mean because you're calling yourself a curry monster basically mm. you know what I mean? yeah yeah tiktok is an unfortunate platform because it's a cool platform but that racism stuff is weird i don't even get it yeah, how do they not have a report how do they not have a report button because we had this issue we had the same issue with YouTube, but then essentially now they just demonetize videos and you no longer make money yeah. from your content. Yeah. But TikTok just allows anything, really. Yeah, it's a bit weird. Oh, it's back crazy. in the day on the front page yeah. of YouTube. But what? no, talking about employ huh? Back yeah. in the day on the front page of YouTube, it used to be wild sometimes, man. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be wild. <laughs> I haven't been on TikTok for a while, but when I was... Um... I found it fun because it has lots of um, LGBT content and like jokes that I find relatable and others and yeah no I, even me like I, I when I was on it and you know when I was using it I loved it I still do technically love the app I think you used it for like two days but she's talking like she had a TikTok for like six months bro. <laughs> <laughs> I had it when it was musically are you not understanding <laughs> oh no because you only did like four videos did it so <laughs> 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 all my um uh what you call it all my videos were private mm. oh okay okay no, oh, so you've been, so you been making content for that long what kind of content was you doing on music really i used to think i could sing wait what but you know what i've come to accept the fact yeah my voice in english does it just doesn't sound right but in punjabi i think it's all right mate i think it's possible you could yeah. do like a, a a punjabi tiktok then like you singing in mm. i do that i do that basically yeah. but um but this is what I was gonna ask Janet. Do you have you um do you know about the racism on TikTok or the sort of how it's uh, I actually haven't been on it for a while, but uh no, I do notice that sometimes like people can be I feel like since it's grown more popular during quarantine, like almost everyone's got it. Well before when I was using it, like it was more like the weird kids place where they go and it was just like pods where people make stories or make jokes. Um, and now that more people are on it, it's become more like, uh, it's um, yeah, I think, but, uh, it can still be fun. Like, I think it's mainly the people that have made it, um, a little bit negative. Not Saying people. that though, I saw a interview with, um, the actual creator of TikTok. Mm -hmm. Um, and he goes, the reason why I created TikTok is because. Uh, I made like he did it out of fun for people who were who unemployed had nothing to do he goes I made it for those kind of people but I didn't know India was full of them <laughs> wow what a sentence that's, a, what? <laughs> that's what I'm saying the creator himself is saying things like that 
Oh my god, that's not okay. Yeah. That's so mad. I can't believe more people don't know that. That's the thing because I think everyone's just. It's the same as every other platform, really. So many people are on it that it's sort of being overlooked and this, that, the other because they're still having fun. Do you know what I mean? But the underlying issues are still kind of there, like racism and like this and that, etc. Like people think they can do anything on there. Yeah, like uh, I have seen some inappropriate things. But, um. Nah, man. Bro, TikTok, TikTok is, uh, is, is what? I don't know, it's weird, isn't it? Because it, for me, I never, I didn't even care about TikTok until quarantine, really. So, like, I, I dabbled, I dibbled and dabbled for like a week or so, downloaded the app because I thought I was going to be as bored as everybody else and make a TikTok video. Then I just never ended up doing so. No, you can do it. It's fun. I've actually deleted the app now, you know. Oh, you can make one now <laughs> with all of us. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can do that one. I mean, does anybody want to? <laughs> do you know that one? No, oh, yeah, that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, not everybody does that same little, <laughs> that same dog. I swear. <laughs> it's because it's simple. That's fine. It's a lip. Yeah, it's simple, isn't it? But now shout um, out to TikTok, man, if you're using it. I think I think that's sick. Um, the girls that I teach. But no, I definitely. F- they love you should it. do your. Do you do you I, upload on TikTok? Janelle? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Especially with my girlfriend, sometimes we make like um, like big TikToks together. Right. <laughs> um, but like, uh, it's useful for me to know the TikTok uh, references. Me. Because then when my students are like, do, 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 you know. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, I can, like, do it back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for a long, when That's I was teaching, actually, one of them found out I had TikTok because, well, I didn't tell them, but they just, they saw me looking at them doing that thing. And I was, and I laughed. And, like, they, and it was obvious that I recognized what they were doing. And so then for, like, weeks, they were, every lesson, they'd be like, what's your TikTok, miss? What's your TikTok? And I was like, I don't have TikTok. Like, the whole Twitter thing though I think being the platform they are yeah they can does this mean now because uh, this is this is something I've done well because uh, the work remotely now but when I was when I was looking for extra extra work one one question i always asked is is there is there an option to work remotely and i've declined i've declined jobs because they they haven't they didn't have the option to work remotely so do you think that sort of thing is going to become more mainstream where people start to decline well obviously if you're in a position to do so uh people are now gonna decline positions because they don't have the option to work remotely yeah but that's only if they can afford to people aren't just gonna decline a job because they yeah want that's to what that's what, yeah that's what i asked that's what i was saying if they if they are in a position to do so i'm in a position right where technically my company can work remotely yeah and they should be yeah but my boss is the kind of man where he doesn't he doesn't want to because he doesn't he doesn't like the idea of anyone working from home yeah, so yeah. i'm 
you forced to go into the office, but I'm in a position where I'm thinking to myself, when it comes to health and safety, right, with this whole COVID-19, I I would rather now, if I can, get a job where I can work from home, if I was able to, 100%. Yeah, and I, mean, like, I think working from home is interesting. Huh? I said, going online, looking at a lot of jobs, right? It says, like, in the thingy, currently working remotely, right? Temporarily working remotely uh, due to COVID-19. A lot of jobs say that, like office jobs and stuff. So it baffles me that um, even, you know, companies <laughs> yeah. in industry are working remotely, like my whole industry is, right? They're working mm. from home because it's possible i know companies that are set up from home everyone you know all the employees work from home they just get provided with a laptop a work laptop and phone that's all you need right but my company is just refusing to do that do you think companies like those will suffer i think the reason why he's doing it is because he's trying to make a point because the funny thing is before covid19 a lot of staff members were working from home as soon as COVID-19 came about he yep. was like it's, I'm, I'm not okay with anyone working from home which was the confusion so he really sort of he's basically during this time he's shown his true colours as a, as a business owner do you yeah. see what I mean? Like, <laughs> All right. not really oh, an idiot. Right, course, you know what I mean? exactly so, <laughs> born from letting people are work you, from are you sure you want to say that on the podcast? yeah I'm thinking the same thing <laughs> oh, she's handing in her thing next week anyway so like, <laughs> I'm just no, like I'm Dave like, like, like listen don't actually, to me uh, when the manager sees this like. <laughs> and, and by the time she and by the time this episode goes out she's probably bounced already like <laughs> Yeah, oh yeah, you're leaving anyway. Let's let's pray that I can leave. You know, I just think this whole... Because I was having a conversation with Joe about this earlier. I actually generally believe more companies will be willing to allow people to work from home. But you also got to remember, people are forced to work from home. So if you have an office, they might not be as lazy, but because... People technically can't go outside, or if they do go outside, it's to go shopping or whatever. So people yeah. are forced to do something at home. I think it's interesting to see if companies were to give the option of working from home, I mean, Twitter is doing it, to see how people react. Because now you can go, if you're working from home, now you can go see your friend and then go to the coffee shop and do this. People might start taking uh-huh. liberties and, you know, work a lot less harder. there are people that would prefer to be in the office because yeah uh for example i have a friend she works uh she's an accountant right um and just you know yesterday she was messaging me and she was very frustrated i was like why are you feeling so frustrated you know you're working from home you're doing your normal hours you're doing your same job she goes i feel like i there's more to do because i'm at home at what at work in the office it's easier to delegate it's more easy to communicate with different departments and this that the other okay you've got to wait for on so-and-so's email response you know so-and-so to call you back and this and that and it just turns out to the extent where you just think you know this isn't my job but i'm just going to do it because it's easier for me to do it than sort of delegate it and that automatically feels like a hell of a lot of work 
piled on top of your work so i think it gets to a point as well of frustration for some people they'd rather be in a position where they go work right bang out their eight hours then come home and then live their personal life yeah, yeah. yeah. i think if people are working at home um i mean of people in the office if they were working at home like they might get delegated and like a lot of more work like you said actually like um because people be like oh you're at home you can do it you're not going to and throw and then maybe your whole day might be fed up by work but i think they might take that into account it depends on the companies i guess yeah with with twitter uh, you know how it said it would permanently um be letting their employees work from home uh well when i will read the article i think they said till the end of 2020 um because like i think it is nice sometimes you know to be in an office with with your colleagues and like get, have that connection and i think that's really lovely obviously um it's best to focus on safety right now so it's good that they're not um that they're working the but i think after 2020 there should maybe be an option of them working there as well because i think yeah in um, in the largest scheme of things mm. i think somewhat somewhere like twitter to be honest with you with the amount of different departments and different roles and this that the other that it would take to run such a massive company mm. it doesn't make sense for them to forever be working at home yeah it, it wouldn't work out the best but for it's interesting you say that but i think companies now have established that they don't actually need to be together as frequent I think if you look at companies that have very big offices, they can now be like, okay, cool. We might as well just rent the other half to another business and then keep the half of the people that want to come in or potentially having group meetings or et cetera. Because prior to quarantine, working at home wasn't a thing. I mean, I was on a, uh, when I had to call in BT to um, upgrade my broadband, I was talking to the lady, she was just at home. Like, chill. I was like, wait, I'm talking to you from home. He goes, yeah, we're just at home. We don't even go into the office anymore. So I was asking her, like, what, would you rather just stay at home? And she goes, yeah, this is great. All i got to do is answer the phone, do a, do a few bits and bobs on a laptop. Like, why am I going to the office to do that when, I, when we now are doing it at home? Because BT was able to just purchase everybody a laptop, give them a phone to use That's at home. Great. And she's doing it. She doesn't have to go to the call center and just sit in her little cubicle anymore and you know they do the meetings on zoom which eventually i would assume after the pandemic will become you know a meeting more face to face or everybody goes into the office once a week or twice a week yeah. i do think the only thing that you miss is kind of like that colleague interaction because uh. you know let's be honest a lot of people that do a nine to five don't see their friends often or you know some of them may just feel lonely and just that colleague interaction is that period where they actually are talking to other people or you know ranting about their life or etc mm -hmm. so it could almost especially for some people if they have you know mental health that could affect them a lot because some people need that kind of like talking to somebody else rather than at home every day or yeah, yeah. themselves. So my mental health the music mental health video out now uh. link in bio <laughs> Janetta <laughs> yeah, was, was actually starring in that. I just forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> that's how we met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, but Sidra, Sidra, you know a lot about like the mental health aspects of working from home. Is like, what do you think of that? Do you think people will? It can have an effect on people if there are. Let's say a company like Twitter who says permanently at permanently well, at I home. Article, right? I'm just gonna mute myself as I finish my food. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um read an article. Um, uh, it was a study to say right, basically, and it was a lot of health professionals that said um that people with mental health they need a routine in order to function right, right? Yeah. Um, and that's where i think they also mentioned that you know if you don't suffer from anything like depression or anxiety right then it's mm-hmm. you know what i find so funny is watching uh joe eat his back <laughs> 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 the way he muted himself just to eat a burger, you know, he's <laughs> like what I'm saying is that um, in that sense, right? Th- because mm. they said that, for example, right, if you're someone that doesn't suffer from any sort of mental health, then you actually don't need to have breakfast, right? You can just have lunch, right. dinner, whatever, right? But people mm. that rely a lot on breakfast, right, it's because that's the yeah. they need that routine, so they shouldn't. Yeah breakfast because it helps them right Right. um you know when you're hungry for example it's it's a lot of you're hungry you're you're getting frustrated with everything around you you're you know getting irritated if you're someone that doesn't suffer from like a lot like any mental health or any issues or anything like that then in a sense say you're you've missed breakfast right you'll be a bit irritated or whatever but you won't take it personally you'll just be like all right i'll just eat whatever lunch but if you're you know can you imagine like someone who's suffering from it with anxiety or depression and they've not had breakfast and then they're just like sitting there like you know their emotions are heightened that's another thing as well you need to remember the emotions are heightened as well but i think in, in an aspect where they're working from home it could cause a bit more i guess like issues for them in the sense that there's no interaction if they feel like they don't know what they're doing then they'll the anxiety will go up because they don't know they're not getting that interaction from their bosses or whatever saying okay you need to do this or you know you're doing this is is good or that's they're they're probably sitting there like confused or what do i do next or stuff like that you know not saying that some people with mental health you know aren't you know they do have the capability of just getting on with it but then it will be like looking at a, like a four wall situation in a, that sort of feeling mm. trapped because in effect that's what quarantine has done to everyone it's made them feel very mm. trapped right and yeah, yeah, yeah. that could affect them whereas if they're going to an office they've got a routine they're going they're waking up you know going to the office then they come back home and they've managed to separate work from home but in some cases with mental health it becomes difficult and that's where it becomes a problem is when they start they can't separate them and that's where you get people breaking down at work and having you know situations at work that have happened because they've not kept it separate do you see what i mean so that's Mm -hmm. how i personally yeah having an effect. I think that like everyone should, uh, even if they haven't um, been like suffering with a huge case of depression or anything, I think everyone should look after their mental health because I think everyone can be affected. Um, Like, yeah, some are more susceptible than others, but uh, 
I think it's good for everyone to like um, make themselves like, I mean, everyone knows their body best, but like to, you know, keep doing things that makes them happy or like routine, like if that makes them happy. Um, like, you know, you mentioned that sometimes they know they get frustrated or hungry because they don't eat. I think um, even if someone's not hungry, sometimes they should also eat. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, I use that as an example, as yeah. a study that was shown that they require a routine mm -hmm. or suffer from yeah. mental health. Either way, everyone, like you said, um, everyone should be looking after themselves and they do and, you know, etc. But it's just that sort of process of routine that technically that element will be taken away if you permanently ask to work from home. Then that's, it's, yeah. yeah, that's that's sort of where the they, they won't. It may, may get to a case where some people may not be able to differentiate between what's work and what's home. Yeah, yeah that's true. Mm -hmm. What kind of routines have you guys been having, like that help you keep sane or like make you like more energized or whatever? Uh, I mean, the only constant I've had is I've had uh, I have coffee as soon as I wake up. Everything else nothing's routine <laughs> not even my bedtime's routine man <laughs> yeah i just run every day to be honest when i wake up in the morning i go for a run um between six and nine a.m oh, and yeah a good an hour and a half run so i tried i do that every morning um but that's like the only routine in terms of like doing work or anything like that i kind of just do it when i feel like doing it I don't really have a time slot for doing any of that. But I feel like going for a run just allows me to go outside and it kind of like just re uh, gives me more, a bit more energy in it because obviously exercise always makes you feel good. Yeah. And yeah, because at the beginning of quarantine, I was starting to feel really lazy. I mean, I'm big anyway, so imagine like being big and extra lazy. So uh -huh. I kind of needed that running period to just kind of allow me to wake up early not sleep till at like 5 p.m and yeah the running 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 really helps and obviously it makes you eat better as well if you're running because you know you, when you're exercising you psychologically tell yourself right i can't just go running and then go order like kfc or something ridiculous like that so yeah it's, it's probably it's definitely um helped me to stay more energized that's all that yeah um, what about you with me, with me, I think the only routine thing is because it's Ramadan right now. Before before Ramadan, I was uh, when quarantine started. I was waking up, I was um, eating breakfast, then I was doing my work, and then I was going. I was by the evening, I was uh, working out, and then I'd sort of then in the evening I'll chill. But now during Ramadan, it's like I wake up at like two, three, and then I'll um, chill for a bit and then I'll wait and then I'll go make food around like seven, eight. And then after I've eaten, I'll work out and then I don't sleep until like five. And during that time, I'll do some work. That's that's basically it. I mean, as long as you're enjoying yourself. Then... I'm not enjoying myself at all. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I went south quick. <laughs> Tonight you can start going to bed earlier. Like try to. Yeah, you know what? I think everyone will be enjoying themselves more had they had if there was an option to actually sort of 
go out and do things like go shopping do stuff like that you know like i'm not talking about asda because that's all i've seen but i'm saying you know if i think if everything else if life was technically normal and we were all just getting to work from home then i don't think anyone would have any complaint or any frustration at all but it's because we can't do that stuff as well uh, that's yeah what's like uh that's causing the whole repetitive sort of, you know, this, that, the other. Before it was like Monday to Friday, you work, you know, Monday to Friday, you go work in the morning, in the evening, you finish, you go to the gym, then, you know, you go home, you chill. And then on the weekends, you go out, you do shopping, you chill with friends, etc. And I think people were, you know, that was okay. But now it's just like you're home. Every day is the same day. Yeah. Um, Janelle, what do you do? Uh, for routine um well uh it's not that consistent but like i try to me and my ex my me and my ex me and my family try, try, to, <laughs> <laughs> try to exercise together like at first i was kind of reading it and being like come on mom keep going one two um but now like we just follow like uh like um someone on the tv like on youtube like we go on youtube um, so that's been fun, yeah, it's been yeah, more yeah. consistently. Uh, but I still have seen progress. Like I'm super happy um, because, like before quarantine, I've always wanted to have time to myself to do things because I always felt like I never had yeah. time. Um, yeah. And now, like yeah. I get, I got to focus on my flexibility, and I can, like, uh, I'm, I felt like. I'm just like before quarantine, I didn't feel that happy with my flexibility. Like I wanted to, to do more. I wanted to be stronger. And now yeah. I feel stronger. Like I can feel my abs. I can, oh, they're not visible, but I can feel them. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. can, like, you know, just do stretches that I could do when I was 10. So I'm a lot happier. And I'm going to keep going on that. Aside from that, I've been watching lots of like movies with my, like in the evening. I think we have a routine where we would like sit down with my family, usually my siblings, because my, uh, my dad and mum would be working. Um, oh, my girlfriend's also with us actually right now because oh, uh, she, nice. she's Portuguese and uh, we're kind of inseparable. Um, the reason I say that she's Portuguese is because her family's in Portugal. Ah, so okay. she has um, a rented place here, but she's by herself. So, mm. like, and we're kind of inseparable. Like we're always together. Like I'm always, either, we're always together at her house or at my house. So like, it just makes sense for mm. her to stay here my family are supportive on that so that's nice yeah. that's, that's really nice man i wish i could say i was uh in that situation relationship what did you say Huh? Yeah, what do you say? Who me? Yeah. 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 Oh, I said I don't even want a relationship. I just want um, some. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what they all say. You... <sighs> that's what they all say. Since you are lying, we all know if the, if the, if Mr. Right came knocking on your door right now, you're holding him. <laughs> Mr. Right, Sharif, yeah. Be My honest. science teacher was called Mr. Mr. Right. Mr. Right. <laughs> <laughs> be honest, how? yeah everyone i think that knows me knows i've got some sort of commitment like 
everything like i i would like someone i would like them everything but i'd be like oh yeah marriage da, da, da. but when it comes down to i'm like yeah i, can't, I just can't do it if you're just scared of commitment though, that's not sounds like a you problem uh, <laughs> yeah. i don't think necessarily it's a you problem uh no sorry i didn't mean that as in like uh i meant as in like maybe you just haven't found the right person like i was also yeah, kind yeah. of against relate not against but i wasn't really interested in relationships before meeting my girlfriend like i i had been in one in a few but it was just very short term and uh, i didn't see them lasting but like like and i was just you know i, I didn't i, I imagined myself as that single mom that yeah. would travel with her friends like i didn't think i'd get like I didn't really know. Like everyone always expects expects that they'd get married, but I wasn't sure. But then when I found the right person, like the person that I know I want to spend the rest of my life with, like it kind of makes sense. Like so I don't That's so just live question. your life and do whatever you want and I think they'll they'll come that's my question how do you know because that's what i'm sort of so that's my issue that i don't know so i'm just like you just you just know it's just one of those ones isn't it? Like, and tomorrow the perfect person i ain't even speaking about that though like, <laughs> maybe like... for that person like, like maybe like um i would i would say like if I, if I had been in a relationship like three years ago i think i would have been like I just wouldn't have been that like good of a person, happy or whatever. Like I think when we like focus on ourselves and well, I try to make jokes for us, other people, and just like um, focus on what like grow ourselves up because what's attractive to other people is seeing someone with a goal or like a drive, a passion, um, instead of someone waiting. Yeah, I think that's that's my main focus now. Anyway, I think I just want to focus on building, you know. M- my business and sort of work and stuff and I think when it I think one thing I have to say during this quarantine that really sort of I'm happy with is where before that I was struggling with going like working out and getting back into it I think this whole quarantine I've really been on it like I've actually been sort of making more of an effort I've even got a bet with Sharif which either either way in his case he's winning (laughs) which is What's the uh, what's the what are the conditions of this competition? So basically, if I can lose some weight, right? Which, by the way, for me, is very difficult um, because our polycystic ovaries. Yeah. But if I can lose weight within how well, it's June. The end. The end date's June, right? Mm-hmm. So if I basically not lost any weight, yeah, then June. I give uh, Sharif a hundred pound. But if I do, I Joe, aren't you part yeah. of it? I take you for dinner as well. Am I part of it? I don't yeah, know. I don't know, but you might as well have a free food. You know what I'm it's your offer. I mean, shoot. <laughs> Basically, either way, yeah, it's a win-win But Sharif can't sort of just sit there. He's supposed to be motivating. <sighs> well, he's been running. Yeah. Well, he? So I'm saying, man, he has been. He's been saying, "Oh, how's that? How's the diet going? Oh, how's the workouts going?" So yeah, he, he's he's been doing his bit. But that's yeah. it. It's funny that we even went into relationships because Matt's for this tired of story we can go back into relationship. But a woman by the name of Desiree Mitchell came out and said, women should be financially taken care of in a relationship. Your woman shouldn't have to worry about paying a damn thing. If you cannot afford to take care of a woman completely, don't date or pursue a woman until you can. The woman is the prize. 
pay for it. In now, obviously, letters. I know. Yeah, I know in capital letters, right? Now. Obviously, I know Janetta is in a, a, a lesbian relationship, so I thought that'd be interesting to know how kind of that works for you. But let me just slap my opinion on this. Um, it's twenty twenty, not fourteen fifty five. Um, I don't need a house <laughs> every day. Like, love saying it's twenty twenty. Honestly, yeah, but honestly, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I look at it like this, yeah. yeah. I understand that back in the day, women weren't they weren't equal to a man. So Nothing. saying this a hundred years ago, I probably would have been like, yeah, it makes sense. Women don't get paid the same more. They probably still don't today, anyways. But in terms of like, how can a woman fight so hard for equal rights, and then this will be the thing? What happened to women power? You know, we have female empowerment movements. We have all of these things in place where a woman wants to be equal to men and then you'll just get like a, a weird statement like women shouldn't worry about money the man should have it they should stay at home cooking and clean it just sounds backwards to me and to me personally um like i i love a woman that's doing something in general i don't know if i could just have a woman unless we have kids and she has to stay at home okay cool i mean if she was earning more money than me anyways i would happily stay at home and take a step back and let her go do her thing you know uh, it works vice versa but if we're just in a relationship it would be a bit weird if we lived in an apartment especially with prices in london and let's say i'm in sainsbury's and then my woman is like yeah you go get the money I stay at home and I'm coming home with £1,200 a month. How am I even, like, that doesn't make any sense. To say that you can't have a woman if you, if you can't pay for two people, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, why, am I, yeah. why am I feeding her like she's my child? You know what I'm saying? So I don't know, man. Um, what are you guys views on this woman, man? I mean, Desiree Mitchell, man, I think you uh, might need to go find a sugar daddy if you want that, but... Yeah, seekingarrangements.com. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, I I love like that. Um, we've become so much more equal now these days, and there's so much more respect to women. Like, yeah. I love what you were saying about how you would be happily stay at home, and your your like wife or fiance, girlfriend could go to work. Like, I I think that's really beautiful, and like it shows you're super open minded. Um. For the whole the quote that she was saying, I I don't agree. Um, I I can see why she's saying that. It's more that she just wants to be taken care of personally. Um, that but like uh, I don't think yeah. that it should apply to everyone. Um, like mm. I when I once upon a time when I dated men <laughs> um, uh, a while ago, like I have I have gone on a date before like where I. Yeah. I you know we're students so like um i would have i think yeah. before i've paid for things like it's like you know it hasn't just been equal, like 50 50 like i've paid for things like like i, and I don't see that as a problem like um because like in the end of the day like this is like we were just both students and i you know i i saw the other person as my equal like and i, I wanted to take care of them to be honest that person became my friend now like <laughs> so um <laughs> But no, yeah, like friends on right there. <laughs> um, but um, <laughs> <laughs> I said friends zone, you know. 
can't wait it's just, I, I think, like and now in a lesbian relationship for example um it's it's kind of the yeah. same like you're both just human beings both just people um if someone wants to be taken care of and like someone wants to take care of the other person let's say like um two people go on a date and one of them's a man one of them's a woman yeah. and the man just happens to want to pay for the woman like he just wants to like he wants to take care of her that's that's okay yeah. if it's the other way around if the woman wants to take care yeah, of the man that's, that's cool. also that's okay cool. like yeah. um yeah, yeah, i think it's just yeah. like it sh there shouldn't be any rules to it i don't think people should expect people to pay for them um like i just I mean, think to say a woman is the prize is a bit what so not men just not that her. good yeah <laughs> If a woman yeah. asks you on a date, right, do you expect right. her to pay or are you going to pay? That's a good question. I wouldn't mind paying, but if I didn't make, if I didn't make the plan, I wouldn't, wanna, I wouldn't want her to look at me at the end of the day like, are you paying? I would rather just offer to pay but not be demanded to pay because yeah, if she planned... If she mm. planned the whole thing and then I get, because this is, I've actually been in a situation where a girl plans the whole thing, I get there, she goes, my purse is at home, and I'm just like, ah, what? here we go. <laughs> oh my God. I didn't, I didn't even, I didn't even ask to be here. And you know, and she took me to an expensive restaurant, <sighs> and it was some Gordon Ramsay crap as well. I think I dropped like 80 pounds. She was getting a drink for and because I thought she was paying <sighs> for it, that's I'm like, oh, we're, get, we're, get, we're getting a wine to. Yes, and then after ordering wine, she's ordering wine, we're eating good. Damn. And then, yeah, I ended up paying for something I didn't even plan to do, but mm. no, of course, <laughs> I'd pay for it. of course I'd pay for it, but yeah, I don't want to be forced to pay for it. I just assume I'm always paying for it anyway. So. I think, yeah, that's the thing though, really, isn't it? Like, we, we as men have been put in, in a position where we're almost told if we don't pay, we're shitholes, to be oh, fair, because, um, because of the stigma, really. You know, you, you, it's very rare. Like, I remember my ex-girlfriend, she used to pay for stuff. We paid for stuff. We went halves and stuff. But you don't find a lot of girls that want to go halves and stuff. Like, even when, when Janetta was saying that she wasn't on a date and she paid, I mean, that's surprising to me. I've only ever had one girl that was willing to pay for dinner, and that was my ex-girlfriend. Everybody else kind of just expected me to pay. That's because you, you, you live in South, innit? That's because you're in South still. No one should be, have to give that, like, that money. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, some people don't understand, like, how, like, money actually, like, it's difficult to to get by like and i don't want to force someone to take their money out of their pocket that they've earned mm. and then you know spend i personally think what that woman said was stupid mm. right i also yeah. do i truly believe this you know the whole feminist sort of scene right i feel like there's yeah. some women who claim to be oh, i don't know if i should say this you know i feel like I'm a just... feminist <laughs> No, you know what? Okay, look, I see it like this, right? With feminists, right? Um, feminism as a whole is women fighting for rights and independence and, you know, stuff yeah. like that. Mm -hmm. Now, we're in 2020, like Sharif likes to say, and we've actually, we're on a platform where we've got our independence now. 
now that we have it we're like mm. would you say you have independence like that mm. no in a what sense I, I personally think when it comes down to it right the way i see it mm. and my independence i always look at it from an islamic point of view never from okay. Okay. never never mm. do i look at me having my independence sort of from a western point of view from a mm. western point of view i feel like what they have come to sort of see now what women have been fighting for many years islam in a sense has given that to women from day one you know if you're married right, right okay. you're married to a yeah. man right he initially is the breadwinner of the family he is there to sort of take care of you you know provide for the family but there's no restrictions on you as a woman to go out right. and work what you then choose to do with yeah. your money right is up to you as a female right you have right a right, right to share that money with your husband or have that for yourself for your personal you know personal stuff or whatever you want to do with it right so initially whenever yeah. i look at a woman a, a woman having her independence i always look at i've got my in, independence through like my religion and yeah. what i what my in terms of my religion and the status it gives to a woman right people who mm. aren't educated on the religion won't look at it like that or they won't understand it in that sense but when i come to sort of the western world right i don't i just see everyone all these women wanting to be called feminists and believing in women you know being independent and believe that they are don't believe in men this that the other etc yet they want them to pay for everything and yet they want to be treated every day by a man they want that sort of here's a present you know mm. i've seen even friends going you know if their man isn't sort of giving them that right yeah. that's you know a gift or a or money or paying for it they're like see you later like i'm not interested personally right i've my last relationship yeah. Yeah. i paid for everything throughout do you know what i mean Jeez, i honestly when i go out i don't go with the expectation like if i go on a date where i don't go with the expectation of oh yeah he's gonna pay i honestly always offer to pay yeah. half you know oh we'll split it or we'll pay for whatever da, da, da. but then it's you know, automatically mm. for me is pull out my wallet to sort of pay for it. Now it's up to the man whether or not he sort of says, "Oh, you know what? Like I'm the one who invited you, or whatever. Like I'll pay." Or, you know, it's da da da. You know, but once you're in a relationship, that's a whole different story. Your your partnership, meaning you both pay. You know, both you both give fifty percent. Yeah, if one wants to treat the other, then the other person will pay. But Mm. for me you know this whole women need to you know men need to pay for women and this that the other then i just think she needs to understand that you know she's the kind of woman that's basically saying i'm happy to sit at home and let a man do everything mm. for me because you know she, she shouldn't be out there on the roof shouting i'm an independent woman i can do this i can do that because technically you can't you need a man to be doing everything for you in 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 a mm. sense yeah. Do you think the problem then is that women, not all women obviously, but some women kind of pick and choose when to scream, you know, female empowerment and, you know, I want to be an independent 100%. woman because... 100%. Because I come, I come across a lot of women that would tell me I'm an independent woman, I don't <laughs> need a man, I can do things for myself. 
as soon as I'm like dating them, it can't, I just kind of don't, I don't really see it. Like it looks cool on Instagram for five minutes, but they don't seem to live by what they're telling me. You know what I mean? They'll be like, I want to work for myself. I get into a relationship. They're like, oh, I want to get a part-time job. You got money, right? Oh yeah, you got an apartment. Like, can I just stay with you? And I'm just like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind you staying with me, but like, <laughs> bro, I ain't gonna is, pay for myself and then pay for you. <laughs> is it? Is this? Is this? Is this who I think it is? Or <laughs> no, no, no. Honestly, do you know, do you know what I've learned about? You know what I've learned dating wise? Yeah. I uh, drop game. Drop game. When people when people think you have shit together, yep. They they um they they just want to hold you and not let go. So me being able to say, look. I can afford my shit, pay my bills in time. Obviously, the apartment is nice, it's there. You, yep. you know, like I got my shit together. Yep. I think people just gravitate towards that and assume, oh, he can just look after me because you know, he's got his thing, shit together. Yeah. What you're saying, Sharif, is in yeah. that sense, yeah, we forget that we have almost the same as animals like animal instincts when it comes to settling and um right. mating and things like that you know of course, course yeah we we automatically what's attractive to us yeah is mm. a stable man as women right to me right, right? Yeah. a stable yeah. man a man who knows what he's doing right or a partner that knows what yeah. they're doing that has things together mm. right? in my head that is very attractive to me but there's some yeah. women that they find that attractive because in their head they're thinking that's life like all i need to do is just chill while my man does everything whereas for some yeah. other women it's like that man i know but if we ever have an issue he will hold his own he's not gonna you know he's not lazy mm. i know he's gonna provide for the family i know he's gonna yeah. do what he needs to do mm. to give them do you know what i mean so i think that's yeah. what it comes down to as well the anim animalistic sort of you know thing within us to want stability as well yeah. it's like a, a i just think girls think my, my account is better than what it is but anyways now go on to now <laughs> <laughs> um well i was just just thinking right. while we were like, saying all these things that like um i think it also de just depends on the kind of people they are like i think kind of people oh, yeah. would go out with you and they'd want to help you they'd want to give you money I, I think it's maybe it's not necessarily so much about the rights or the political side but just the, the kind of person you might go out with like my best friend she's paid yeah, her, yeah. her boyfriend's like rent before like when he needed it like um uh and just like and like i've got another friend that also is just like i'm not they're not rich or anything they're just um while rich is also yeah. great but um, i'm saying that they're not but they just um they just wanted to help their like I, I have another friend who's been on dates and she's also paid before like um uh for the relationship thing though like uh, i completely agree that it's a partnership thing like if i just see yeah. it as like equal, like, you're both helping each other you're both helping each other grow yeah. like you both want to help each other like with my like I love to give my mm. presents just because I'll see something out there. How much you like it? Like it's not because like, she, she, like anyone's forcing me to. Like um, and mm. I think it's just yeah. the other. like it's the whole romance aspect, you know. When you put money into it, like yeah. you force people to like have to like abide by some kind of rules. 
I think that just takes out the, the magic. Like imagine, I don't know, Romeo and Juliet. Like Juliet didn't care about his his money or like anything. It was just she already yeah. got money. That's why. Yeah, she's already got money. <laughs> yeah, that's too much for me. I forgot like, about that. I don't know, this is completely random, but Jane and Tarzan, like it's it's just love. And like yeah. it's just about helping each other. And I think that those same human principles should apply to money. Like sh- people mm. should just help each other. People should just yeah. take care of each other. Saying that though, right? For example, in my sort of re- last relationship, right? Because I was paying all the time, I'm not gonna lie. I felt like a man in the relationship, and it got really frustrating because I felt like what are you really here for? Do you know what I mean? So wait, was, what, but was did he trying to get his money up? Or what, like, was he just broke or like, what's the situation? Oh, because what happened, right? So when I met him, completely different situation. He was working full time, you know. Yeah. Was oh, fine. so he was paying at first and then it went to you. No, he was paying because even then it was like a 50 50 or like you know he'd pay but i'd pay majority like you know so uh, it, yeah, it, yeah. it wasn't a problem but then he decided one day to walk out of his job and then obviously because by then the sort of relationship was much deeper where you know families knew this that the other it was more of like a, a serious commitment at that point i did my right. best to make sure that i could get him to a position where I'd be thinking about our future. Do you see what I mean? Like I was trying yeah. to get jobs. I was applying for jobs for him. I was doing the test. So he'd go for he'd go for a day. He didn't like it. He'd walk out. He'd go for a week. He didn't like it. He'd walk out. Yeah, and, it sounds like a donut to me, man. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. does the bullet in that one? <laughs> but it got to it like now, now. I feel like if I go into a relationship and if I'm having to pay again and again and again then it's the point of where you're just taking the piss out of me now because i I, you know i can do this for you and you want me to do it right but it's not like a but then at the same time you can't where like at what point do you go to your man or your your girl like okay so i'm sort of i've paid enough for you now you're gonna pay for me like is that even something, is that what it comes down to? Is that what you need to say now? Like At that point, it is, and you don't even address the, the, the action of paying. You address what what is driving that. Like, yo, <laughs> fix your shit, man. Like, what are you looking out for, man? I did it multiple times, but, you know, like uh, Danetta said, it's it's love. You know, you, you love someone and you just want to yeah. do stuff with them. Mm. So I didn't, it didn't. Like it did, I did feel it, but at the same time, I thought to myself, "Yeah, but this is a man I love. This is a man I'm going to spend the rest of my life with." You know what okay. I mean? So to me, it was like I'm the not. The colored glasses. Yeah. To me, it was an investment in my future. It wasn't, yeah. even, it wasn't just me spending money. But now I just feel like I spent money. You know. It happened to one of my best friends in her relationship. She also like um paid for too many things like at one point me and my girlfriend because we're also best friends with her we were like what's happening this is not fair like like it's like you had to like she had to take a loan to pay for yeah i know about them on sorry <laughs> but this is the thing though how how long can somebody be be broke for because you hear a lot of women saying ah oh, 
of course, of course, if my man wants to do music and blah, 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 blah I'll support him. But then even listening to Sidride and Jeanette saying their best friend, it's like, how long would you support somebody's career who's just not blowing up? Or, that's a different that's a different I'm, conversation now because then yeah, it's I'm, like I'm just, yeah I'm yeah, yeah. Just, okay okay, okay. Yeah, yeah 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 from somebody who's doing absolutely nothing yeah i'm yeah. talking about somebody who is doing something because you okay. still get the same issues where a yeah. girl goes he's been a bum for too long <laughs> he's selling me dreams it's like a dreamer you know what i'm saying he's, he's, yeah i want to be a chef but he's not getting anywhere as a chef or yeah how long can you because obviously financially if mm. a guy is trying to do x and z he might have a part-time job. He might have quit in his job and gone all in. Mm. That's all cute on Instagram, but how long can... Yeah, how practical me, is it, yeah. Even for me, if I'm dating a girl and she's got her career goals and plan, I think it's different for a man because you're probably more willing to wait a year or two because mm. a man is just more prone to being, okay, cool, I'm the man of the house. You want to start your clothing brand do your thing i'll give you five thousand pounds if i can afford of course i'll give you five thousand pounds you know start your brand i think men are more prone to wait whereas i feel like for a woman is always like i feel like a woman always wants to feel safe protected by a man like you know he's here for me if i need him yes it kind of feels like no because usually the man is always the one that makes the woman feel safe I feel like yeah that's so yeah that's why i said it goes hand in hand it's kind of interesting yeah, yeah it's kind of interesting because i'm thinking yeah with what you're saying yeah how long can you let a man basically be a bum for when he you know <laughs> oh my spikes though it's right <laughs> it's facts though yeah. <laughs> It's the way she said it, though. I was just to repeat my term. <laughs> this man had a goal. I feel like maybe it would have made me feel more positive, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This man had no goal. Right. He just knew he didn't want to work. So, when, when... so I went through... Oh, he didn't want to work Every yeah. career option. <laughs> Sharif, I saw that. You're, you're like, oh, one of them ones. I went through every career option. I sat there. I did his CV. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're practicing his mum at that point. No? <laughs> yeah, but you're you're doing too much. Though. Was he washing his diapers and shit? Like, what the hell? Listen, yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. It got to a point, yeah, where I, I literally used to look at him and be like, and I said this to him as well one day. Yeah, I remember this on the bus. Mm. I was sitting with him, and I just looked at him. I was like, I don't know if I can be with you. And he just looked at me, and you know, because oh, wow. you have love for the person, and the other thing as well, because mm. I was at uni and I was working like three jobs, right? Yeah. He three jobs. I was working three jobs. Round of applause he, for Sidra. And I was in full time uni, yeah, but he felt very intimidated by that. But I never wanted, see, with me, yeah, if I'm in a relationship, right, mm-hmm. I want to elevate the person. Mm. I don't mind yeah. behind the scenes. But that person needs to be elevated, though. Yeah. And Jeez. I tried doing that, but then I learned very quickly. I lost myself in that process, basically. Yeah. Right, yeah. I completely so that's why when the relationship ended I was lost I was like wait who am I again and then slowly yeah. it's taking me yeah 
two, three years, I think, to get to who I am again. So when he came back in January, I looked at him and I was like, no. Mm. I mean, even though he's doing so much better for himself, yeah, but that's mm. good for him, right? Doing better for himself, but I don't like, do you know what I mean? Because mm. I feel like when you've experienced that, mm. you'd never go back. When you've experienced a man, yeah, who you've done everything for, you've been a bum, right? Yeah. <laughs> Overlooked it, right? Constantly. Yeah. Okay? You've yeah. done everything for the man. And then he's treated you like that. It is just, it just, you know what I mean? There's, if a man had a goal, like I'm, I wanna, and he's got an art that he wants to, if he wanted to be a bloody, you know, musician, or if he wanted to be an actor, or if he wanted to be, you know, uh, so, someone who started the business from the bottom, right? Yeah. 100% I would have stood by that person right mm. and i would have given everything because I, in my in the back of my head I know, I know he's got a goal do you know what i mean yeah my man, i was thinking well where is this going like mm. what direction because on top of that like that sort of time you know he wanted me to tell my dad as well about him which i did and then it was marriage talks and it was this oh. like, how can you commit to someone long mm. time that's why i stayed with him because by then i was thinking of a future yeah. you know i mean so it's like yeah. if, a, if a man has a goal fair enough mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. i think a woman can handle that to an extent yeah. but then there's some people that just take advantage there, there are men out there that literally use women for money saying that i knew someone of course, yeah, right? of course. i knew someone who got with um, a mate of mine Mm. Yeah. she had money and then we found out that he had three four girlfriends and what yeah. he was doing getting money wow. from them what? wow that's crazy so there there are men out there like that do you know what i mean yeah. yeah in response to your question um like i think it depends on like the effort they're putting in you right. know like if like uh someone was like helping at home and trying to help make your life easier and just grateful if they were grateful and showed kindness and showed that they valued what you were doing that's different than someone that just expected you to do it no. you know so if like mm. i don't know i had a partner that wasn't earning money but like they wanted like they had a goal like i and it, but they, they were still helping they were still trying to like do things like i would help them i would i would be there for them i'd support them like that you know the same yeah, way other ways you can do that you know help someone or sort of show your you may not be in a position yet but you can still show your appreciation do you know what i mean some yeah. people do that yeah or also like even like if they're able to take taking some kind of job on the side to help like if they just value it and just understand like i think like a big thing for me in a in a relationship like any relationship is like being able to like, um, I think, I don't know how to phrase it, but like, it's like a kindness and, and wiseness intelligence put together, like that understanding, that empathetic, like, um, comprehension of like someone just understanding everything someone's doing for you, understanding how they're feeling about it. Like, um, I think that's very important, um, to, to understand what, how much that person's giving. 
because some people don't get it some people just like you know just expect it or something and i don't think i could be with someone like that mm-hmm. yeah you know, like, finances like, plays an interesting role doesn't it it really does man you know that thing you said about safety um like how girls want to be yeah. I think it's yeah. true, but I think like I don't know if it's just a lesbian thing, but I think that the other partner wants to build yeah. Like with my girlfriend, for example, I love yeah, to like, cuddle yeah. her and say, "Oh, you're so beautiful," yeah. and I'm like, "Oh, it's okay, I'm here for you, all things." Yeah. And then she does the same thing. Like I'll be lying in her lap, and she's like, "Like we're just um, yeah. like we both make each other feel protected." And I think like that would be really yeah. healthy. More like um, I think more most heterosexual relationships do that. But I think if more, yeah, people, uh, yeah, yeah I don't think saying you know, Janetta, with what you're saying, yeah, Sharif or Joe, right? One of you guys, yeah. if how would you feel if a woman was showing you that sort of affection? Would you feel less like, hang on a second, that's my duty to make sure you're okay, not your sort of like, because I know there's men out there. Oh, like, nah, I'll I'll just be I'll just feel really more inclined to um. Uh, give that back, but not in like a way of, oh, I need to outdo you. But it's like, that's lit. <laughs> like if someone gave yeah, you a honestly, I, I don't care to be honest. I think if a woman shows her affection for me, whether that's making me feel safe or not, it's only a bonus. I mean, I think obviously going into how she was talking about obviously she's a lesbian and obviously a gay relationship it kind of eliminates the who's the alpha male position who's the man in a relationship who's the woman so you kind of automatically just do everything's 50 50 um depending on who you're dating if you're in a straight relationship it really depends on the people because Mm. some people a girl might be like no you need to be 70 percent some people might say we should be 50%. A girl might be 80%. So it really, that, that, that's the sad thing with a straight relationship that you almost have to, like the fact that it's even a question, oh, if a woman wants to take care of you, is that weird? Like that's that ruin your manhood. Yeah. It, it's crazy because <laughs> regardless, if, first of all, if a woman has more money than you, why does that even matter? Um, yeah. You can still take your girl out on dates. Yes, maybe she's a millionaire and maybe you're, I don't know, earning 50 grand a year and she's earning a million a year. But why? It doesn't mean you have to take her out to the bloody Bahamas every weekend, you know? You know what I'm saying? So. You know what, I've always felt like and I've always spoken to women who are earning more than their husbands I feel yeah. like they've always felt like they have to have a constant assurance to their man like they, they're being that extra careful with you know a man when he's earning X amount, he's very proud and he's always like yeah, yeah, yeah. I can take care of my woman, we'll t- go yeah. on this that would do that. Yeah, yeah. But women come across women that have been earning way more than their husband, and their husbands like they've all, the woman has always felt like she needs to give some sort of assurance, or she needs to not talk about how much she's earned, not mention it, or you know, I've always sort of seen that a bit, and I've come across a lot of women that have had um, that situation. That's that's why, you know, in a sense, I've asked because. I think that's an insecurity issue, though. I honestly yeah. think if you're comfortable, if you're comfortable with yourself and your finances, you, 
your partner's finances shouldn't bother you. I believe it bothers you. It bothers a man, I think, more. A, if they think they can find someone better, which is usually based on finances. It's not even based on themselves anyways. They just assume because she's got more money, she can find somebody with money, you know? Um, and, yeah, it kind of really goes down to insecurities because I've dated a girl with more money than me. So... I didn't, for me, it didn't bother me at all. I mean, she paid for a few days, I paid for a few days. Yeah, her days was probably a bit better than mine, but, you know, she didn't even have to do that. I would have been happily going under, let's be real. So it didn't bother me at all. Um, at the time, I was with my mom. She had her own apartment, and, like, for me, it was cool. Like, I didn't really care. I mean, I wasn't driving neither. She was picking me up from, like, I didn't feel like it was any less equal. It was just... She had her shit together and a better job. And at this time, I was working towards my stuff. You know, I was doing a chat and chill. I just got into music. You know, my life wasn't together, I say. But, you know, I was still getting money. So it was like, it was just different positions in the world. Mm. Uh, and um, like, I'm cool with it. I would definitely date a girl in game more money than me. I, I don't really care. Like, I still felt like a man. I still felt like, I didn't feel like I was any less of a man because my woman just, had a better job you know everyone's life is different and everybody's positions are different i think the problem is if you're too if you've got money and you're just searching for a broke girl to feel good about yourself then you have too much insecurities and yeah that's, that's <laughs> my siblings are climbing onto the roof so i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> but like you know what like, let's talk about like being a black man let's talk about black man in hip-hop all right you're a black man is usually meant to have all the money, especially if you're a rapper, yep. all the money and the girl's broke. That's literally what most black relationships are meant to be, right? Yeah. What? As soon as a, a, when a lot of rappers date another woman with money, you, you realise they never seem to last that long because of too many issues. Obviously, we've got Beyonce and Jay-Z. Uh, I actually, I don't even look into it that deep. It's true because know, yeah. if you look up, a lot of them be dating a stripper that they find in a in a nightclub or a girl, and you see, you get you see them, they have a lot of like baby mamas and yada yeah. yada yada, and then they feel like they're just trying to steal their money. But most black men feel like they need to be up here, and the woman is like here. I just don't get it. Like it just mm, makes no sense. Well, to be fair, yeah, yeah. The category is more rappers, some rappers than. I would Black say, rappers, but even it's, just, with it's like... just childish, isn't it? <laughs> I think it's just childish, man. Like, like, how can you even? How can you live life feeling like you need to be at the top and your partner shouldn't be at the? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. No. Um, and then you want, and then a lot of people wonder why their relationships don't work because you're not treating your relationship as equals. It's almost like you want. As soon as the as soon as the girl that they're with, especially within hip hop, gets a little bit of fame or a little bit of attraction that it wasn't there, sorry, not attraction, attention that wasn't there, uh. they'll say things like, "Oh, you're just using me." But then why are you dating a girl that ain't on your level? Then, <laughs> if that's how you're gonna feel, so I don't know. I, I, I feel like this whole relationship levels and equality is weird because it essentially. It's a myth that doesn't sound like it's ever gonna be fixed because at the end of the day, there's gonna I feel like, or like moving goalposts. More people. 
Yeah, I just feel like there'll be more people in this world that would rather have more power than the other. And, you know, men love power, which is why in 2020, we're still having the our men and women equal conversation. Men just love power. And unfortunately for women, that's a sad sight, you know, because the headquarters of Apple, there's probably only one woman that's even in the whole corporation. And she probably not even like top 10. She's probably doing the same thing as the guy next to her, but not even earning the same amount. You know, just... Um, just two years ago, the BBC reports came out for all the presenters. The men was earning upwards to 1.5 million per show, and the woman was on like 200k doing exactly the same show. It makes no sense. So it's it's sad that men and power is just a thing, and you know, not to be dis not to be rude as well. A lot of men see women as objects. You know, someone you can just have sex with. Men will give girl a better a better role or a position if they do some sexual shit for them and it's you know we live in a world where even in relationships or even just looking at the opposite sex equality just it's a myth it's i don't really believe there'll be ever a day equality happens i think we'll be, we'll get to an extent where as a society we have to accept things it's even the same with the lgbtq let's be honest there's so many homophobes out in the street they just quiet because it doesn't look good to say things out loud anymore. You know, what? the Migos, the Migos are a rap group. When mm -hmm. they found out another rapper was gay, the first thing they said was, I don't fuck with gay people. I don't want nothing to do with that. And then they got a huge backlash. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they were out speaking. When was this? When is this? The LGBT community. It was like uh, 2016. I'll, I'll give oh, you the okay. story. Um, <laughs> I don't even know. And, uh, they, they literally said that st it was a double XL as well, you know, oh, <laughs> what they were thinking. And they literally said, we don't fuck with gay people, we don't want them. And then they had a huge backlash, and obviously LGBTQ came into it. And, you know, you, know, when you fuck with the LGBTQ, Twitter is crazy. So, yeah. but, you know, think about it. Every rapper, whether you want to like it or not, or people in hip-hop are homophobic, let's just be honest. I've never met, apart from a few, I meet a lot of people because I have, obviously, Jeffrey, one of my... One of my boys, obviously, he's gay as well. Son, I remember when he came to my house, as soon as I was having an interview, and they go, he's gay, they'd be like, oh, he's gay. And then they'll come to me like, oh, Sharif, like, what? Look, I don't want him to, like, talk to me like that, blah, blah. And this would be on my show. Like, can you imagine? We're about to finish. <laughs> and now I'm just sitting here like, this is so awkward. Like, I'm recording this show. And the guy is basically homophobic. I don't even want to tell Jeffrey because then Jeffrey's gonna just look at him different. And I'm just here like this whole interview shit now because now I'm just thinking I'm just talking to a dickhead. Like, how narrow minded can you be that in 2020? Everyone's <laughs> sitting in a room with a gay guy. Jeffrey, can I ask something? Why was it mentioned that he was gay? Like what? Oh, because he was just acting. I don't know how to explain it, but like, you know, some gay people are just very flamboyant and open yeah. and, you know, that's their thing. So if you, a lot of like people that aren't into it, they might see that and go, they'll just know he's gay. It wasn't like I went, oh no, he's gay. You get what I'm saying? It was, uh, they figured yeah. out he was gay. They would ask me and then they'll be like, I'm uncomfortable with this situation. And it's like, <laughs> for me, for somebody who's just shooting a show, like that's the most awkward thing ever because now I have to like make sure Jeffrey's over here, he's over here, 
it's a talk show on the same couch like it's awkward you know what i mean yeah and it's like obviously they don't want to tell the world they're homophobic so they're lying like i remember we had an uh, lgbtq conversation i'm not going to say his name because that's rude but it was a rapper and because i found out before how uncomfortable he was with jeffrey when the topic came up it was about you know two boys holding hands and then they got beaten up for holding hands or whatever yep he's literally just sitting here like like this and then like he's just lying like, oh yeah you know i stand for lgbtq and the whole time i'm just looking at him like, oh, okay so what makes sense for you uh, before we film in my ear you're like can you uh, get like, he didn't even want to film the video with him because they thought it would ruin his street cred. Who the fuck cares about your street cred? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Oh my like, days, I mean, bro. <laughs> like, I'm you, man. You won't believe what, like, I don't oh, know what this rapper's like beefing is. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. I li- honestly, I think. No sense. I think. With me, I've always I've always been like in like I've known loads of people. I worked in the fashion industry, so I've known loads yeah. of like you know people that are you know gay or you know part of that yeah, of LGBT community, right? But they would never say it because obviously they're Asian and it's not like do you know what I mean. And I've always been yeah, in a position where some well, people have always been more vocal about it, like oh. um I don't yeah. like that or this, that, the other, blah, blah. But I've always been yeah. like, yeah, you're living your life, I'm living my life, right? We get yeah. on, we live in the same world, we do whatever. As long as what you're doing in your life doesn't affect me and what I'm doing in my life doesn't affect you, it doesn't, do you know mm. what I mean? It, do, it don't make sense to me why I would need to go out of my way to make you feel uncomfortable or, you know, make you feel a type of way or this that the other mm. and the same way I yeah. wouldn't ex- I wouldn't expect you to make me feel the same way about who I am and what I mm. believe in etc yeah. do you know what I mean we, we have our own yeah. opinions everyone has their own opinion so it just baffles me when people just feel like they need to behave a certain way like fine you don't you that's not you that's not what you believe in whatever but you move mm. you, you get on with it do you know what I mean yeah. The other person entitled to their opinion as well. Mm. The thing is, though, that like, um, it's not just about opinions; it's about people's lives. Like, people uh. might say, like, "Oh, okay, you believe in the gays, I don't," or something. But that person, mm. like, they're just gay. That's that's just how who they are. Like, mm. and and it's and it's not so much political. Like, it's not so much just like opinions that are political and there's no emotions involved like there's experiences like um of swear words they've probably been called through that their lives like family that haven't been supportive things they've gone through and then when someone especially someone that maybe like they respected or whatever like says something like that like yeah. it's not about opinions yeah. anymore it's about people like, yeah yeah i mean in a sense where i'm saying like opinions is i'm my opinion when it comes to the lgbt sort of community is that they're living their life right i'm living my life so when someone and remember obviously i'm muslim as well right so my religion comes into it so with a lot of people that who see me 
you know from the religion that may not agree to it right they're like oh but how can you have friends like that i'm like because that's my opinion your opinion is your opinion do you know what i mean so in that sense i mean like my opinion is my opinion your opinion is your opinion they you know everyone's their life and doing their stuff i know loads of people right that have done that have done so many wrong things in life do you know what i mean but put on a fake image for the rest of the world right and that's what it comes down to these people you know they have they just want to make themselves look a certain way and that's why they behave the way they do it comes to, to the same you know racism as well in a sense right for example islamophobia right people don't people don't like muslims when i was wearing a headscarf i'm not gonna lie to you yeah i was walking around outside right and i kept i felt like at points i was watching my back because i didn't want anyone it was around you know the time of acid attacks and stuff like that yeah 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 yeah. i swear to god i was walking around watching my back anything Mm. i saw weird i'd feel a type of way about it quickly because i was like well, someone's gonna get acid and just throw it at me do you know what i mean like stuff like that basically and even though religion and you know racism and you know the the whole sexuality thing is different but in a sense the way i look at it is when it comes to my religion i don't want to be judged so i don't expect to be judging anyone else for whatever their beliefs do you know what i mean that's yeah. how i see it i, I really do love yeah. how you see it and how like it's it's true people should just like accept it and move on like even if people don't agree with each other they should just you know do their own thing like, i'm really yeah. sorry that, that like that you're so scared about walking outside like, I, it, it is what it is i mean i think you know not just for muslims but for black people as well you're always sort of watching your back do you know what i mean did you about your daughter Someone's at my door. That was some strange uh, knocking pattern right there. (laughs) Yeah, I know that's how my sister always knocks at the door, you know. Nah, I think what Sidra was saying was uh, true, though. I just think, yeah, we we live in a world where people are going to judge regardless anyway. So I think it's, like I always say, I think it'll be difficult for all Muslims to be accepted, all gays to be accepted. Um, or less, well, gays, lesbians, same thing. Um, even, bro, transgenders, can you even imagine what they go through? Like, imagine, because I've seen a lot of Catfish episodes, I don't know if you've not seen the TV show Catfish, where, uh, you know, a guy used to be called Stacy, and, uh, and, uh, sorry, a girl used to be called Stacy, she now becomes Michael, she's trying to go on a date, she hides who she's been, he, he, obviously she's he, a woman. Yeah, sorry, he would hide who he is now. And then um, they'll go and they'll meet up and then they'll be like, oh, listen, the thing that I was hiding was, you know, I'm a transgender. You know, I used to be a woman, I'm now a male. And then usually it just doesn't go well for them. It works vice versa if it's a woman to a man. Like that, that in itself is, is, is a scary sight because I can imagine most people in that position would feel like not telling the truth because you kind of have to build that emotional connection. Some of them do understand, but it's a difficult thing because you still have a man that will look at a transgender girl like, oh, but, you know, I'm not gay, so it wouldn't make sense to me because they're not looking at it as that's a woman. They're looking at it as, well, used to be Amanda. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're still kind of seeing 
that man aspect inside a now woman's body. So I don't know, man. It's it's a it's a difficult thing. Uh, I do hope it changes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just don't know. Like for me, like even when people talk to me about racism, like I'm kind of over it. Black Lives Matter, that shit lasts like two minutes. Ain't nobody care about it anymore. Like it's this is pointless to be honest people are gonna believe what they're gonna believe yeah. and you know you can either try to teach the newer generation but we were talking about TikTok earlier the newer generation it's just it doesn't work and you know it doesn't even help as well because you know a lot of people follow this hip-hop thing we've made the n-word so easily to say that why are we crying when then a white person says the n-word in all your music you say the n-word and you're doing it with front of your fans anyway so to complain <laughs> when somebody then says it it's like you, you're not exactly teaching them anything different you know what i mean yeah so that, yeah like, using the n-word but then you've got a hundred white girls behind you dancing and you've got them all around yeah. you yeah 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 it's a crazy thing i guess to conclude on this conversation we dip it into the whole world this part know, um, right <laughs> what was the conversation oh relationships and yeah um, like, yeah <laughs> I guess, I guess to conclude, um, pay for, if you want to pay, you can pay, um, if you want, you know, if you can be equal, try that, um, yeah, man, just be with whoever you want to be with, find the right person, you know, fall in love, make kids, and yeah, have a great life, but, um, I would say with that Desiree comment, um, personally, I don't really think that a man has to financially cover everything. But hey, if that's what you want to do, go for it. You know what I mean? If you want to be a millionaire and you want to have a housewife, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, I just don't think it should be put on a man that he has to do that. I think that's I the message I'll put across. You don't have to have all the money in the world. Yeah, shout out to her, man. <laughs> shout out to her, man. Um, do, do you want to go into the last topic or do you want to leave it? What are you man saying? What was the, to- oh, what was the other topic? I don't mind. Um, I just wanted to say though that like I appreciate you guys so much that you're. I have so much respect for you all. Like listening to what, what you think and your intelligent responses. Like I'm getting to know you all so much more, and like I'm just like it makes my heart warm to to know how many like open-minded people exist. Yeah. That's so cute. Nice man. Maybe maybe next time we can physically link up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, <laughs> I guess to go into the last story, um uh Takajo Six Nine came out, broke a lot of world records, IG Live. He had two million people watching him for his comeback. He then released a song which broke the YouTube record for most views in under 24 hours, being Eminem's Killstrom. 6ix9ine had 43 million to Eminem's 38 million. Um, a lot of people have been talking about views being bought, etc., etc. I mean, I don't really care about that. I guess really, that's a speculation. Ask... Yeah, that is the speculation. Um, oh, I guess hey. what I'm going to ask Haters, is... haters. In, like, forget 6 9 for a second, yeah? Yeah. But in terms of 
breaking these type of records, you know, two million people at an Instagram live is crazy. I mean, Drake can just about match five hundred thousand, and he's number one in terms of rap gen- in general. Mm. Adele can rap in about two hundred thousand, and she's like up there in a the pop world. You got a lot of people that kind of struggle. It's the story behind six nine. You know, you know, he used to pretend to be a gangster, went to jail, and then you know, ratted on essentially the whole of his group, which was like the Bloods gangs. Um, do you think the story is bigger than the actual artist? And is that why he's putting in these type of figures? Because to be Eminem in its own is crazy. Yep. To have more views than Drake and potentially, you know, all the biggest artists in the world, that in itself is weird. And then to break the Instagram live, which took Tory Lane so long to even get there with like almost 10 episodes of quarantine radio. Yeah. And that was only 600,000. I mean, are you, do you think we're going to see more people basically doing bullshit to become famous is what I'm asking. I believe it in myself. Um... I guess it depends though like um is fame where you want what you want or is it like um i don't know for example dedicated fans yeah i like your music and are buying it like it depends what you want really yeah no it's interesting because when i when i think about six nine because he's he's number one he's gonna be number one on the billboard 100 it's kind of working in a weird way but how long is this movie going to last? How long will we be interested? Because when you look at it before he went to jail, he had this kind of gangster persona that worked. He went to jail and did the one thing gangsters don't do, I (laughs) guess, and and told on people, you know, he put other people in jail, Mm. which obviously gangsters shouldn't be snitching, should we say. Um, Like... Are we only interested because it was the first song and it just came out, or do you, or do you think he would last? Can you look at? I look. You remember that there was a time three, four years ago. You know, you had a, you had especially within hip hop, you had people doing things just to get views on social media. Yep. You can even link that into Jake Paul and Logan Paul, where you just do dumb shit online to get fame, to get spoken about. You know, you even had like white people on live saying the n-word just just to get news reported on them so they can have a huge amount of attention yeah yeah it's attention seeking in this industry it's basically i'm asking is attention seeking a good strategy or could it essentially make you lose who you are as a person depends what what the outcome you're looking for is if it's monetary then i guess it's a yeah, I guess it is a way to come up. If it's legacy, I don't think. No, it's not. It's not the case. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah, go on. I think um, for. I definitely think that his story is what's kind of gotten him the attention, right? Right. That's definitely played a massive hand in getting the numbers that he's gotten, right? Um. Mm-hmm. Because even the haters are going to be like, raw, but they're giving him, 
you know, that attention. They're going, they're trying to see who he is and what he's about. And then obviously he's got his fans. Then it's just, and then obviously he's gained new fans as well because he's got an attention. And they'll be like, oh, then they've gone investigated and then they realize, oh, I actually like his stuff, you know, and they've become a fan. So I think his story definitely is what's given him the numbers. I think people have always been doing the most stupid stupidest like the most dumbest stupidest things to just mm. sort of stayed relevant yeah. and um, i've also seen facts like you know things like in hollywood itself where people do dumb things because they want to stay relevant do you know what i mean um so i, I yeah. think his story is definitely what's gotten him the attention otherwise you know yeah i mean Jeanette, as a musician yourself Mm-hmm. As a musician yourself, Janelle, what's like important to you? Is it your music or generating fans? I guess um, I don't know if that's the right question I'm thinking of, but mm-hmm. would you do you care about, more about having like a small group of people that like your music or a huge group of people that some may like your music, some may just like you because you might look good on Instagram, so, you know, like just having a load of people on you, but not necessarily for your music? Or would you just want to have a small fan base that love your music? Well, I I would prefer a small fan base that like my music. Um, But a fear of mine is that like, I'll make like good music that I'm proud of and then it won't be heard. So I do understand those people that like are trying to, you know, get attention because they want their craft to be heard. Yeah. there is like it depends on what you want what you think of yourself like because it, it there is the possibility to lose yourself in that process uh i've always thought that like um uh you to be honest like there are it's not just me there's lots of people that um it's like a quote in the music business that if you yeah. have like a hundred people that are dedicated to your music that will go to your shows that will like uh that are, like you know really um love it and they'll listen to it because they just love it you have a hundred dedicated fans then that's then you you can be successful like it, it, having for example followers on instagram doesn't necessarily mean they're dedicated to your music it doesn't necessarily mean yeah. they're going to to your shows so i would prefer having a small dedicated fan base yeah. than lots of people that might not you know stick around I hear that. I follow Cardi B, but I'd never go to her show or anything like that. I just like watching her stuff that she comes out with half the time. Oh, so you follow her for the Instagram content, right? Yeah, I wouldn't go to any of her. I like, don't get me wrong, I do like her music. Um, I don't mind it. It's something that I do put on in my car. You know, I know the words of the songs, but I'm not dead. Jeez, N words and everything. Yeah, I say no more, Sidra. This guy, so extra. <laughs> I, I wouldn't if, if she had a show. I don't care if she had a basically. Like, I wouldn't care. Yeah. Like to Wembley, brilliant. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, so it makes sense what you know, Jeanette is yeah. saying. I do get the other side. Like the like, if you do get attention, then you'll get more people that will co- go to your like music. So yeah, 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 you'll get a chance of getting more fans. That more dedicated fans. So, like, I do get both sides. Really, it's just different strategies. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess it's a right way and wrong way and whichever way you, you do is it's cool. I think sometimes people forget who their audiences are. Yeah. Um, especially if you've got a lot of young kids and listen, don't get me wrong, man. I love Six Nice Antics. I always tune into his Instagram lives. But would I, if I had a daughter or a son, would I want them to look at him? No. He sends just an incorrect message. I mean, first of all, he he, he kind of... I think it's the same with most hip-hop rap people. Like they, they sell a persona, whether they are into it or not. But, you know, rap is usually, you know... Obviously, I love rap as well. But, you know, they kind of portray the violence aspect of it. And that's kind of like what they're selling is the violence. Whether you agree with it or not, that's totally up to you. Obviously, I enjoy the music. I'm not going to lie to you about it. But I'm an adult. Like, I don't, I, I know what's right and wrong. But you see a lot of these kids that would think, oh, my God, like, this guy talks about having a gun, blah, 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 blah. I might, I should do that. That's the cool thing to do. And sometimes I just sit there and go, I understand that it's making the money. Mm. But they'll sit there, they'll sit there and, I don't know, give £500,000 to a child charity, but teach those same kids they're helping out to get a gun and do whatever. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, why glorify killing someone, but then claim to be supporting kids? Like, the same uh, kids you're supporting look up to you as somebody, you know, who's violent and it becomes cool because, you know, I live in Croydon. I see these kids every day. If, you, if, if I was to ask them what the music they're listening to, they're listening to that really raw roadman gangster stuff. And this is what they're into. And they're copying that lifestyle. It's almost like they forget, yeah, these gangsters might talk about it, but a lot of them aren't in the streets anymore. They're not living Hollywood Hills or, you know, if they're in the UK, they're living in Chelsea, they've got a mansion in Essex or wherever. And yeah, they might be talking about guns, but they ain't doing it anymore, mate. Like, they came out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you know they're, they're not dead. So, like, you know, the, thing, the difference between today's music and, like, what music was before, you know, if you yeah. use Tupac as an example, a lot of them spoke about how they came from it. And how how they came from a life of, you know, on the streets and what they went through and their hardships and how they've come out of it and how their craft is going. You know, I think that inspired the generation, that generation to want to do better. But now we've got artists like singing about being in that position and wanting to do this and killing yeah. a man and you know treating a woman like this because they don't care you know this that the other and i think mm. now that's sending the next generation a completely different message from what we as a generation heard from you know the previous people like musicians and stuff where they yeah. would you know you being on the streets you know mm. having to deal with that lifestyle coming out and then you yeah. know exactly what you're saying sharif that that's the, they're sending out the wrong message now yeah that's basically how i sort of see it now where Mm. they're idolizing all the wrong things where before they even though they were rapping about this stuff they were rapping about how root how their lives were in ruin and how they became something and how they got out of it you know and how they still how they still have sort of flashbacks of those moments and it doesn't let them sleep at night because that was their lifestyle but now it's like that's the lifestyle you should be living and that's the lifestyle you yeah. want. Like you said, they're living in mansions in LA or bloody, you know, 
things like yeah. that. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, music is really interesting. Like they're really like, um, just like, like, they've got so much to them. Like, I love his song, Stan. Like, yeah. have, you, have you heard them? Probably. I just think that he has yeah. so much <laughs> <laughs> It also reminds me, no, you know how you said... Um, what would you know? No, what? we're listening to you, we're listening to you. Oh, okay. Imagine that, we're uh, listening to you, yeah. <laughs> well, it just, it reminds me what you were both saying. It reminds me of the song Ransom. And it's by like, uh, I can't remember how old the boy was, but like... Little he Tucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sharif got held for Ransom though, no Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> it was in the charts recently, like I just, um, I remember who. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, because I go to like I have a song I'm going a songwriting degree, we were like analyzing it and analyzing um yeah, yeah, yeah. uh like at his life and not his life, but just basically he hasn't actually experienced that like gangster lifestyle. He's just rapping about it because yeah. it's cool. Yeah. Like that's what most Yeah. Uh, not most, but some rappers do I guess. Twin Glock turn you into a Dancer. Do you, know what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Do you know what's funny? Little Tekka actually said in that interview. He, li- he literally said in that interview, oh, I just saw some gun names on, on the internet. Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I put it in my rap. I was like, what? Oh, no, he's, no, no, he's, he's, he's a... He's a, he's, a <laughs> he's a funny kid, man. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Shouts to him, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen. The listen. bars are lit, though. I can't even lie to you, bro. <laughs> the sad thing is, cr- in in especially in like rap and hip hop, yeah, crime, crime, sex, and drugs is what sells. Unfortunately, that's all. Listen, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. I say this all the time when people ask me about like why why I've made like what's going on, which is a knife crime song, my mental health. I'm telling you, man. Because if I just copy what everyone else is doing, I may as well just be everyone else. Like it just for me, it gets boring. Yeah. I can easily sit at home, make a song about the nitty gritty of being a gangster. I'm not even one anyways, but I can easily do that. I can put that on Grime Daily or Link Up TV. I'll probably get 300k views. People will be like, right, this guy's a gangster. But like, what's the point? Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous to me. You know what I mean? It just makes no sense. Obviously. Huh? Imagine you like a gangster. Uh, you should have seen my secondary school life. Interesting. But, um... Cheese! <laughs> I used to think I was a hard man back in the day. Don't get interested. <laughs> I'm from the streets now, I'm joking. Oh. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. I, yeah, I don't know about that still. I listen, man. You have to do what you have to do to survive in school, man. You know what I mean? I went to, like, a... I went to a school that was returned by a gang called TZ, which was Terror Zone, from Mitchum. If I they still exist because I can I don't I don't follow up with it anymore. I'm not kidding anymore. But when I when I moved from Bristol to London, I think I told I think I've said I've said a story before. I got bullied because my English was too good. I mean, I didn't understand any slang. You know, I came straight from Bristol. I lived in Sweden. Like essentially, I'm a black kid with too many white traits. So. <laughs> And then I'm speaking like the bloody Queen's English. I've got the pink here. I'm like, who's this black kid? Like, who's this kid? Why does he act so white? So um, 
essentially I had to switch it up, you know what I mean? Act a bit gangster, you know, mingling. Like, you have to survive because for the first week, I'm a... You learn your slang. Uh, get on a level like how long did it take you i think when you like just hang out with the people right yeah i don't know how long it took but i would say i was fairly yeah, comfortable like, within like, six months you don't say it like that you say it like this no i don't really i don't remember really getting corrected for my slang i just think i slowly started using it and obviously within my first week i had a fight with a kid because he wanted to test and see if i was weak or not because obviously when you, when you go to a school that's basically flooded with wannabe gangsters i ain't gonna lie to you man so many fake people as well but <laughs> and then obviously the school is affiliated with a gang group like a gang group really most of the kids were from the same gang anyway so people would like test you to see well listen is he weak or not like can you hang with us or no i ended up beating up this one kid in the school playground and honestly, my life kind of changed from there, man. Nobody was picking up. <laughs> 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 I can't even lie. Yeah. Then, you know, you get sucked in. I got very sucked in because your popularity increases. Obviously, the respect factor increases. I'm not going to lie to you, though. There'll be times when I was hanging around with the crowd, thinking I'm cool, and then we'll get into situations. I'm a pussy. You got to remember, I come from Sweden, Bristol. Halfway my dad's crook. a dentist. I ain't broke. I'm not used to living this life. And I'm, my friends are just like, trying to sell crack cocaine in the corner or get into fight. And I'm just there like, I'm really faking it right now. <laughs> 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 like, it's awkward. Uh... Like, you know, you don't want to get bullied, man. You, I didn't want to get bullied. So I kind of just rolled out. But the good thing is that a lot of my friends um, knew from the beginning I just didn't really want to be there during those times. So when they were going to fights and stuff, luckily, because I had some cool people that allowed me, they let me go home and they didn't care if I wasn't there to back the fight or, you know, when they were carrying their weapons, I didn't need to be there. So luckily I didn't need to get arrested for in possession of... I'm telling you right now, man, there was, I had one guy, I sit on a bus, he goes, touch my pocket. He had a gun on him, bro. And I, I just sat there with... Oh my god, why am I hanging around with this geezer right now? And I'm in the bus, like, oh shit, like, I don't even know what to do, bro. I listen, man, I, it, 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 I can't even lie, man. Some of these kids, man, like, I don't know, it's crazy what, what people what people would do for a street code that no one even cares about. Let's just be real. <laughs> no one even cares, man. I don't even, listen, I always say if you sell drugs to make money because you're broke, do your thing, man. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. You know, if you smoke weed, you're going to buy it from a dealer anyway. Ain't an issue. If you want cocaine, you're going to buy it from a dealer. Ain't an issue. I just think if you're doing it to uh, cause violence over a bloody postcode that your mum's paying rent at, that the government don't even care about your dead postcode. Like, I don't know what you're thinking, bro. Like, can you imagine? I'm, I'm, I'll be here going, yeah, shout out to Corona. Ain't nobody in Corona care about you, man. Ain't nobody care. <laughs> the MP, the mayor of London, don't know you, man. Like, Boris Johnson don't know you, blood. The army don't know you, blood. They don't care that you represent Corona. No, man, go represent Africa or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say this all the time, isn't it? My mom lives in a council home. So more time they put you in the area because that's what's that's what's available. So you don't even represent Croydon or Brixton. The government just slapped you there. So relax, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Oh, shut up. That is, that's actually true. <laughs> Can you imagine my mum going, oh my God, I'm, I'm Streatham. Yeah, mum, the character <sighs> is Streatham. You're not Streatham. Like, it just doesn't... Like, I would look at my mum a bit like, Ugh. you're screaming the place that a government put you in. Just, what the hell? Live your life, pay your bills. If you got a soldier, that honestly, I don't care how you get your money as long as you can afford it and live life, do it because at the end of the day, uh. do, you gotta do what you gotta do. Not everyone's got education, yes, drugs might not be the most greatest thing in the world to do, but, you know, some people fall into that. And you know, at the end of the day, if you're not gonna sell drugs, somebody else will. Anyways, it just this the way it is. People sell it, wherever. Who cares? And um, yeah, I guess that's my opinion on that. <laughs> All right. I guess we we can end the we can end the podcast here. Yeah, um, thank yeah. you for Janetta for coming through on the podcast. Oh, it was an absolute pleasure. Um, where can they find you, man? What's your social medias? Everything you want to lay out. When's your songs coming out? Let them all know. Okay, well, uh, my social media on Instagram is uh, Janetta Official, and you spell Janetta J A N E T T A. Um, and yeah, that's. Oh, I've also got TikTok. Uh, I'm Janetta Mur on TikTok <laughs> um, because I'm, I have like a fascination with fairy tale creatures. So. Well, we know. Well, I know. I don't know if they know. That. I know. <laughs> oh, I know now. <laughs> And then, like, my music will be out on, well, hopefully soon, on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, um, and other platforms, but those are the main ones. And, yeah, like, I've had a great time here today with you guys. I, I loved getting to know you and, like, you're, you're um, I love what you were saying about how, like, you, you came from Bristol and then when you, I, I kind of experienced something similar because like, I think you could tell that, like, I speak a bit, like, you know, um, I don't she use She just sounds happy to me, you know. I always feel like I hate to speak. She just sounds hella happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's all I hear, you know. I just hear happiness. It's jokes. Well, I am happy, like, but, um, like, I, because, like, um, I've, because the school I went to, uh, a lot of, um, like, you know, people from all over the place went there and uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. with money as well because um, right. you could yeah. pay to be there. Um, yeah. So, like, I did, like, you know, like, I did miss out on the slang and then when I came back to, like, uh, London more, um, <laughs> I didn't use it. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can imagine, yeah. You just hear some <laughs> random word, like, skiing. You're like, ah, skiing. Well, I was just relating what? to everything. What? Nang? Oh man, I remember when I first heard someone say, Oh, this thing's. Oh, you know, I've got a funny story, yeah. You know how. Ah, here we go, here we go. This is one of the. I I think I've never told this story on a podcast, but you know how rappers say, Can you spit? Yeah. So a guy goes, I'm on the bus, some guy goes to me, Can you spit? Like randomly, (laughs) innit? So I'm like, Of course I can spit. Here oh, we go. I'm like there thinking, hey, who's this donor? Ask me if I no. how to spit. <laughs> so he pushed a mental. I go to spit. <laughs> like actually spit. <laughs> wow. He goes to me, oh, 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 oh
Hey, why are you about to spit on the floor? And I'm like, asked if I can spit, bro. Of course I can spit. He went, nah, man, I meant rap. I'm like, bro, I just came to this country a few weeks ago. <laughs> How would I know what spitting means? Uh, I didn't know that was a term. So you educated me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think that was one of the funniest things. I remember the whole bus is just laughing at me, and I'm just like, I, I just found it funny as well. It wasn't even that embarrassing. I literally was just like, why were you asking the new kid? It's, first of all, everybody knows my slag is not there anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> I think that was hilarious, man. Yeah, actually, that that kid, that kid actually ended up being one of my close best friends. Jeez! His name's Abna. Yeah, he's mm. in jail. Though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is he in for? He, 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 he's he's. Uh, I think he was selling like cocaine or some shit. I mean, he he's he's an idiot because he was like an A star student. I used to always tell him like, you know, you don't have to do this, right? Nah, no, shots. Left him, school. Man. I remember he was trying. He was trying to come out of it, but man, when. He was making good money from it, so I think he just fell into the trap of having money. You know, when you're only like five, six grand and you're like 16, 17, yeah. I guess that's just something you don't want to let go for a nine to five struggling to even earn 12. I mean, he was 16, 17, so, and he didn't, uh, I think he went to college but got kicked out. I mean, I don't know, he just had an unfortunate situation, but money. yeah, I don't know. I felt sorry for him because remember when I did that label stuff back in the day, it was actually part of my show. Okay. Um, yeah, I was proper trying to te- get him out of that. Proper trying to. I, I think I tried to do that with a lot of my friends. I was just like, man, you lot don't have to do this. Like, I ain't even doing it. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, you, was you really were moving <laughs> like a rapper then, are huh? you? <laughs> moving all your guys out the hood and that. <laughs> moving like a what? Like a rapper? Uh, yeah. What do you mean? Moving your guys out the hood and that. Yeah, I mean, because I wasn't into it. Okay. So when I came, when I didn't need to act like it anymore, which was when secondary school was over, yeah. I was like, what the fuck am I still linking you at the fucking, at fucking the park to watch you sell drugs? Like, Bro, listen, time to fix up. Like, we've got a university in two years if we want to go into it. I mean, college. I don't need to pretend. Like, what am I pretending? School's over, man. Ain't nobody care about you if you fail by the time you're 18. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking yeah. different things. Yeah. Um, which is how I started that label when I was 16. Isn't it? I was thinking, listen, I want to try and make some legit money. I started doing that business thing. Yeah, I, and I didn't, listen, I had to stop hanging around with like almost 80% of my friends because they weren't worth my time. But because I was close to so much, so to quite a few of them, mm. I wanted to be like, listen, man, we can start this business thing. You can do this, you can do that. But, you know, a lot of them was making good money through that. Well, a lot more money than bloody... I can tell you right now, they're probably making more money than half of the teachers in that school, man. Like, right, it was making good uh, This is why they're all behind bars right now, man, unfortunately for them. But, yeah. Uh, Trying to take the man them out of the hood, man. You feel me? You're right. anyway, this, <laughs> this has been the Chat and Chill podcast with your boy... I was about to say Joe again. With your boy for us. <laughs> Joe MK in the streets of New York. Joe K Ali in London. What was with the London part? <laughs> Anyways, uh, Janetta, you can say your name as well. Okay. Uh, and Janetta.
in London as well. That's a bad location. Okay, cool. I'm in I'm in Uganda still. Jesus, I know. That's why the connection is bad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's why the connection is. Is it still bad? Do you know what? I should have connected it to my phone. Yeah, you should have. Remember, my, my, little, my little brother and sister are eating up the Wi-Fi right now, man. <laughs> yeah, they really are today. <laughs> Normally, yeah, it's dull. Yeah. Yeah, but today, like my brother's on, my brother's playing online on PlayStation Four. My sister's like on that. Is it called Switch? Wherever that game comes from. Uh-huh. Okay. Like, yeah. So, every, so they're just eating man's Wi-Fi right now. But yeah, I hope everybody enjoyed the podcast. Um, I guess I'm writing some music in a bit, which is cool. Um, yeah. I don't even know. The fuck has ended, man. Hey, Joe, let's stop recording, man, so I can relax now. Fucking hell. <laughs> 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 this guy's sweating, bro. <laughs>